0: Three, two, one. What's up, guys?
1: Hey, oh, what's up? up? Very, happy, uh, very happy to have you guys back. Um oh, wh- that was I, fast. That we, came out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just want to get it
0: started. <laughs> okay, because let's if go. I just if I just start talking, we're, just talking we're never gonna stop. Fair enough. It. <laughs> um but True. no, so the uh, well, what I was gonna say about the mics and shit is those ones are weird. Because with these ones, um, like you can hear that and then you hear that you can tell the difference but with those even though they're smaller you don't have to be all up close with it i, was, and I thought uh, you had to be and i was worried about that with y'all's okay. episode last week we did fucking five people on one pause so i was worried yeah. as fuck oh, yeah. but in post yeah because uh, you were on this one and you were right there right yeah, yeah right you here. had the small yeah. one as well you guys sounded exact the same as these Oh, I, I maybe had to take oh, it up like half a decibel.
1: Because are, these are the Shure SM7Bs. Yeah. And you have like preamps for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's, sometimes it's... And this one Does this one have a preamp? No. Is this a 3B, right, or something? That's
0: the MV7. Okay. Yeah. yeah. A little different. Yeah. That doesn't require a preamp. Makes and sense. And it's cool. funny. I've ran these through the... Uh, Audio thing, I don't know what the fuck you
1: call that? But audio interface.
0: Yes, that I should I should know I should know the full name of of, of things that I spend like two hundred dollars on. It's um, but it's not cheap. <laughs> yeah, without the without the uh, the preamp on, I use a cloud lifter. Cloud lifter. Yeah, yeah, without the preamp, it sounds like shit. Yeah, it's just it like <laughs> mine were yeah. blown out. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, because really these were pumping out way too much power and it was frying out. What the oh, fuck goes on in there? Makes sense. Yeah, it was fucking. Crazy.
1: I see the Mogami cables. Those are good. Good cables. Good cables. <laughs> I love those. <laughs> I have the Mango Cakes approval. Is yeah. that
0: the one with the gold on it? Yeah, the gold. Okay. Ten, yeah.
1: Because those ones, uh
0: I have the same ones. I feel like those ones came with this. Ah, nice. So, yeah, I don't know. I know those are the good ones, and I tried. It's funny because I think those cables are running with the smaller mics. Yeah. So I totally <laughs> fucked that up. When me and David were setting this up like six months ago, five months ago. Mm. But anyway uh how you guys doing it's good Good. to see you guys
2: good Good to see you too how's
0: the uh performing life how's the working musician life treating you guys it's Um, so
2: busy
1: it's yeah it's starting for me i only started last july doing this maybe june and it's starting to calendar starting to pick up yeah yeah so it's good it's a blessing to do this for a living because y'all do
0: your (laughs) mayo cake stuff yeah and I don't I don't mean to say that like dismissively. Like, oh you, you just guys the just do mango cakes stuff. You guys just do mango cake stuff. Man. Yeah. So you guys perform. With the, yeah. You all <laughs> you all perform <laughs> with the mango cakes, but you also like teach music. Yeah. Right? You so, just came from lessons.
2: Both that's, of us, yeah.
0: Do <laughs> You guys teach related. at the same place? Yeah. Oh, that's sick. Okay, yeah. that makes that yeah. makes sense. That's sick. Where do you all teach at?
1: It's a place called Rock One O One. Okay. Uh run ran by Kevin Harrig, really cool guy. Also a great musician. You should have him over. I'd love to. Yeah. He's he's OG. Like he's been He's like around Amanda's time too. It's so like started. So okay, great musician. So that's he hired basic. us
2: and great business. Man. Great,
1: great situation. Yeah, over there. yeah. That's fucking cool. How
0: long? So you've been teaching? For, is it this July, June, or last last this. year?
1: Oh yeah, shit. I started July. Uh, my teacher paycheck stopped coming in in July, and mm. um, well, you were a teacher. I was a PE teacher. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You you mm-hmm.
0: told me that yeah. you're a fucking PE teacher. Yeah, man. That's elementary fun. that's crazy I'm, middle school <laughs> see there's jobs that i know that i can't do in life and that's one of them because we would only be doing weightlifting and dodgeball that's,
2: <laughs> that's it. that sounds like so much that's, fun yeah We're but that's a not a group of kids half that's half not a curriculum definitely just dodgeball
1: for sure <laughs> half the year was
0: that's fucking so like have you seen um bad teacher with cameron diaz i think so yeah where her and the gym teacher just get high all the time yeah that would be me i'd be fucking smoking and being like hey you're gonna bench press you're too tiny you're gonna bench press you're too big you're gonna peg the kid when he's not bench pressing that's what you're gonna fucking do and that's that's school today guys
1: it's it's funny because like if you're a p teacher it's it's almost like your stereotype is like the dumber teacher or like the less intelligent teacher but like isn't it intelligent to get paid the same as everybody else
2: yes dude that is so smart
1: get pay the same as everybody else to do and less play work
2: games. <laughs> and
1: games. play games yeah. like it's great it was great but it got exhausting at some point because yeah. i in my heart i'm a musician yeah you know so if you're not it's a great job for sure
0: well i feel that same because i i'm very fortunate to have the job that i have with the nine to five that i have i like it it's it's easy as shit nice and um I'm good at it, so that makes it even easier. But at the same time, I find myself sitting at my desk just zoning the fuck out and being like, I could be doing a million <laughs> different things wow. with my life right now. Wow, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yep. You
0: can never have everything, huh? Yeah. Well, because well, because like <laughs> on the one hand, you know, I haven't, I obviously haven't found a way to monetize this very well. And then if I decide to stick with stand up, that's going to take at least a fucking decade. <laughs> I'm very happy for my sponsor. Don't get don't if you if you happen to be watching Zane. I'm very happy to. Uh, that's the money. Yeah, but it is so some good. chili money. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only ad I need for that. It is so good. <laughs> Chop chili Co. It's, Mango it's cake so fruit. good. It's so good. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it does get frustrating at times knowing what I could be doing with all that time and yeah. then just. Wasting away for a corporate company that at the end yeah. of the day doesn't like a single solid fuck about. Yeah, it, yep. that's hard. Yeah, it, yeah, but it's it's funny though because the company that I work for it's well, when I got hired, my boss, like my, my corporate boss in L.A., they knew that I did this. Yeah. So, this so yeah, so, yeah. So they were like, "Hey, just you know, yeah. don't uh, don't say the name, and we'll be
1: okay." And I was like, "All right, mm, perfect. Okay. That's a good compromise."
0: Fair. Um, but the company is worth eighteen. Billion dollars,
1: <laughs> you're an ant. Yeah,
0: eighteen <laughs> billion dollar net worth, and so, and all the guys like towards the top, obviously they got a ton of like stock options and shit. So when the company goes public, like they're they're already talking about it. Apparently, where like once it goes public and the shares start to stable out, they're just gonna sell all their shares and retire. And some of these guys are gonna make like millions off of the shares. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, if they're all splitting and they got to figure all that bullshit out, I'm just gonna chill. Yeah, they are, they are not gonna worry when they got to replace presidents and yeah. vice presidents. And bra- I'm just gonna chill,
1: just under the radar. Yes, collecting paychecks from the man. Yeah.
0: So I was really happy that we got to do the first episode with five of you guys. How cramped that was, but that was fucking yeah. fun. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Um, but I kind of want to dig a little more into, like, the beginnings of when the mango cake started, what you guys have been, like, having to go through. You, you guys have gone through a lot of roster changes. Yeah. Um, you've had a lot of strong, uh, let's call it leadership moments. We had to make hard decisions. Where did the mango cake start? i'm proud to announce that the podcast is now officially sponsored by the fine people over at chop chili company guys this is some of the best chili you can get here in the state of new mexico and they are online as well as in stores they can be found at smith's Albertson's, sprouts john brooks and lowe's corner market they have three amazing flavors that you see here and they also have frozen green chili that you can get online Go on over to the website, chopchilico.com, and get yourself some amazing chili today. Because you're a founding member, right? Both of us. Yeah, you both are, right? Okay. Yeah. I wanted to make sure I got that right. Yeah. So, how many years ago did all this start?
1: Um, 2019. Okay. End of 2019 uh, at Monte Vista Fire Station. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's that open jam that happens there, right? And... uh. Previous to that, we were we were an indie pop band called Jonah and the Jets. And right. Jonah, good friend of ours still today, You know, he uh, decided to part ways with the rest of us. And so we're like, we don't have a vocalist. We How knew- many people were there at first? Five. Five,
0: yeah. Five of you guys. And then
1: Jonah left, so Shit. four. So you guys started out as a big band.
0: Because five is a lot. Five's a lot? I'd say so. Even <laughs> I for, know.
2: Now we think it's small. We're all yeah, just, I'd
0: say so. I mean, for like, fair especially enough.
1: For, especially yeah. for Albuquerque. That's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, four to five is about average, right? Yeah. Yeah. Three to five. Yeah, so to I'd four. say three to four is three three your to four average. average. Five's like, like peaking over. Yeah. Fair enough. I've... I don't know. I just have never been in a five piece for a long time. Like, yeah. It's always been more than five. So it's always least. been <laughs> 25 people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should, it's just it's a slippery slope of keys great sax (laughs) (laughs) trumpet and
2: you go crazy with it (laughs) then when you get to play in a four-piece and like someone texts the group chat like yo can we practice like this day and like everyone's like yeah or someone says no and it only takes like two minutes to reschedule that's when i'm like oh this is is a (laughs) four-piece band not a 10-piece band that can never fly
1: yeah that and you get paid more you get more of the cut of the gig (laughs) (laughs) three Mm fees all right we're going home a hundred dollars each you know or 200 and it's for us it's like 50 dollars obviously at this point (laughs) i'd imagine like how if i mean
0: you have to talk dollars amount obviously but i'd imagine a lot of what you guys get paid for gigs just goes right back into the band
1: um so i know you've interviewed uh slumps and and uh red light cameras and that's what they do yeah but from the get-go we've never we've Oh, shit. so made so much not to like gloat, but like we've made enough to give everybody something and still put stuff in the band. So, balling out of control, not saying it's like crazy numbers, you know. <laughs> it was just, it was, it's we're not out of like these days, it's like rougher these days because yeah. everybody's feeling it, you but know. But that
2: first year when we were doing like more casinos and weddings yeah. and. Playing it oh, multiple bet, times a week. It was a lot easier
1: to pay gigs. everyone. Yeah. Sawmill, like we're gonna throw out numbers so there's transparency in, in what we've how we've been doing things, but like Sawmill every week was paying us five hundred dollars. And And you had like a small residency there back then, right? Yeah, so it was every week at least there's five hundred bucks every week coming in. How soon after Monte yeah. vista was that?
0: That was post pandemic, uh, right? Yes. No, so so, so we'll yeah. get, there. Let's, we'll get there. Let's go back. Let's go back. Yeah, there. yeah. We'll Let's get go there. back to
1: so sitting in Monta Vista yeah. Bar and like um, we I had a, a person that I knew uh, and at the jam that was like this guy can sing, man. His name's Mike. It's like Mike can sing. He's a really good singer. And I was really impressed, but he didn't sing for anybody because he was a drummer. And I was like, hey, Mike, like we need a vocalist for a crew. Would you be interested in doing that? You know, and so let's meet each other at Monte Vista. And we just sat there and like talked about music and like, what kind of musics do you like? And like, what did you say in that conversation? I don't
2: I'm gonna be honest. I'm pretty sure I was not there for that conversation. Oh,
1: you were too young. <laughs> yeah, you I, were too I young. She wasn't there. 21 yet. I just
2: remember going to Mike's house for the first time.
1: That's right. That's right. Absolutely. And even then, I was
2: like kind of sketched out, just going to right a random right. house. I didn't know anyone really.
1: Makes sense. Yeah, we barely knew each other at that point. Like we have had only known each other for a month at that. How point. How did you guys meet? Just to uh, getting together with the band. Yeah. Okay. And uh, basically, she subbed in. She so, replaced somebody in that. Band. So
2: basically. I gave, I was leaving to drum corps for the summer and I gave all my gigs to my friend who was going to be here for the summer for college.
0: So is that like a, the drum corps is like a, like a, like a tour for like a few months. So I was gone from like, yeah. Yeah. So I I was
2: gone from like May through like August, but my friend Caden was in town and he's like an amazing player. And I was like, dude, I'm in like a couple like little projects. They're not really gigging or anything yet. Like, do you want to take over? Like whatever I'm doing right now, so that they have someone and like I guess over the sum the summer, like Jonah and the Jets formed.
1: Yeah. So Ed Caden um, playing drums for us. Yeah. And then we, And then like, I
2: got back like literally the day he was leaving again. So Yeah.
1: So he she, Tina came back, played some shows with us with the Jonah and the Jets. And like, all right, cool, like this is this is cool. And we had a couple yeah, we would like work on hits and stuff like that, right? Like yeah. I remember those moments. Um so yeah, we had only kind of known each other for a couple of months. And then Jonah drops the bomb of like, and we were like,
0: "Feel free to continue." I was gonna like check the cameras. Yeah.
1: just continue. Yeah. Um. Jonah was, we were Jonah and Jets were like starting to pick up gigs in the yeah. indie scene. I thought we scene. sounded
2: really good. too. We sounded
1: really good. I think. Yeah, you're right. And uh, Jonah was like, "I don't like how you play my music." It's just like, <laughs> back then I was like, "Stupid! I'm a great musician. That's stupid, you know." But now, as a as a person that writes music, I'm yeah. like. I I can see that. I
0: was gonna it say, I self, see yeah. saying So, that. <laughs> looking, how do you how do you self critique that? Looking back on it, like, do you think this person was just, right? We were just, I know all it's young, subjective. Man. I know it's subjective. We were young, and
2: then but... also it was like they were his songs, yeah. And there was a bunch of like brains trying to
1: to translate. add their
2: own influence on it, but he really yeah. just wanted his own sound. which Too many cooks I, in the kitchen. Yeah, I, yeah. I totally respect that now. Yeah, like
1: at that time we were young, and you know I was, was. like,
2: This is a band. We all kind of that vibe. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We like, we're all a band, and we fought, felt each other were equals, you know? But then Jonah perceived it as, you're all playing my music, therefore I should have more of a say. Which, to me now, is a fair thing. I was going to say, I don't yeah. think there's a wrong answer there. No, it's just, it's no, just a yeah, matter of perspective. No. Yeah. And so we just like couldn't find an impasse. Like I, <laughs> There was this moment in that whole conversation, man, where I f- had my first like leadership conversation. And, and this is a theme as my career with Tina and Mango Cakes has gone. Like a hard conversation with a bandmate where we're like, Jonah, and I turn on a looping pedal, I play something, <laughs> I play some chords on bass, and it's like this dark sounding, sad sounding progression. And it's looping. It's like background music to me talking. <laughs> I was just noodling, and I'm like, Doo, do, do, "This motherfucker do, said his own soundtrack." <laughs> yeah, no, soundtrack. I had a soundtrack.
2: I remember like watching this go down. Like, I don't it think was, I I don't think I cared like too much about what was going on because yeah. I was still so new to it, and yeah. they were always fighting anyway. So I was how like, old whatever. Were you at the
0: time, watching like, all this, like 19 or something. Okay. So I was it's like a baby. Yeah, I didn't really. You're trying to figure out how to walk.
2: Was, yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah. But Tina's a uh, young and um most of the conversation fell on me and the other guys and uh Oh yeah. yeah. Wait, I didn't
2: were say a word. you
0: were you born in 2000?
2: 99.
0: 99. Damn. Okay, see, it's cuz I'm a dork and I based age off of how old were you when the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man came out?
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> 3 years old when Spider-Man came out.
1: 2002
0: 3 two
1: two Oh, uh, that was my birthday gift because that came out may 3rd no shit my birthday's may 2nd
0: so in my uh in movie. my bedroom i have a rec- i have a recalled uh spider-man poster from that movie because uh 9-11 had happened during the promo for oh. that movie and they made a poster where spider-man is the first teaser of it spider-man's peeking out behind a building and you remember how Toby had the big eyes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're reflective. Yeah. And so in the reflection of the eyes, you see the twin. You see the twin towers. It's so sad. And they had to take down all the posters from the theaters. Wow. So it's super it hard really to find it. them. And there's a store in Coronado. And They were selling the bitch for nineteen bucks. Nice. And I was like, you have no idea what you have. This is mine. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so you set a soundtrack to the breakup. <laughs> To
1: the and, breakup.
0: and you fucking so and we're like, we're like boop, 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 do do, loop Yeah. are like listen and man we got to have let, a kind yeah. of a conversation
1: no and i was as i was talking i was improvising over the loop i was like do 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 do. <laughs> hey man like it's just really not cool that you don't want to write songs with us like it's okay that we don't play your songs anymore <laughs> <laughs> it was and i wasn't even thinking of what i was doing i just like needed to do something else because of the discomfort of that conversation, mm. like, I had to like—that was like, That's do like your nervous tick. Yeah, my nervous tick was like loop something and play over it, and like, and like have that hard conversation. And yeah, because that was my first one, you know. And um, and at the end of that conversation, Jonah was like, "I just don't want to." And it's like, "Cool, then you don't have to be here," you know. And it was sad at that time, and we didn't like each other for a while.
0: I was going to say, did yeah. it get like real hostile? I, or did I think we played it? one
2: more show after that concert There was an awkward
1: one more show. Because we
2: had one more show booked in Las Cruces out of all it's places. Right. So y'all
0: had to have a four hour car or a three and a half car ride down. He drove
1: it. by himself. Oh, That's shit. That's for sure. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, drove with some other guitar I player. I do not even remember. And what's funny is that show was killer. Like we killed it so hard. <laughs> and it's like. Jonah, do you not see how dope this is, dude? Like, we could do this together, man, you know? Yeah, and, uh, was one of those. Is he
0: still playing music now? Or is yeah, he, he is. Okay. Yeah.
1: His, his name's Jonah Ray, and I, I love him still. Like, That's cool. I've always respected his music writing, and like, it's still always been good to me. I
2: played with him at the Monsoon Showcase in May, May. maybe? Yeah, May. I was going to
1: play as well with that. It's like, hey, like, we want to... Tina and I still want to play with you. His
2: music is so good. It's really good. I love his songwriting. It's called
0: emotional maturity, ladies and gentlemen. Yes,
2: we've grown.
1: (laughs) All right, so the breakup happens, and now there's four of you. Now there's four. Okay. And we're like, what the fuck do we do? (laughs) And uh, we, we sit there in a practice room one day, and like, let's just play different kinds of music together and see what happens, you know? And we just jammed and jammed and jammed and jammed, and like... We didn't really fall into something and so we just felt like we just need a vocalist like we need somebody that can sing.
0: So before before we get into that, yeah. how many years of ex- I guess experience? I don't like were you guys classically trained before yeah, talk about it. you guys start like before you even started with Jonah? Like were you guys cl- uh you like self-taught, classically trained? What yeah. what was you what how many years of so, experience I guess?
2: So I started like drum lessons when I was 8 years old and I did like the whole band th- thing through Middle school, high school, college. So literally that summer I came back for um, from drum corps was like I literally got back, drove to UNM, went into the dean's office, and like quit – the music major stuff, like uh, immediately, wow. Because like I had just toured all summer, and I was like, I cannot go back to this place. Like I'm still gonna drum, but I'm not gonna be a music not for major this anymore. Well, what, so yes, yeah, so I was like playing with like the you? jazz orchestras. I was playing with the New Mexico Phil, like all that stuff, and I was so yeah. burnt. Like mm-hmm. I was just burnt out of it all.
0: Okay, because I'd imagine, well, what what level? Because when you come back from drum corps, what level of um, like, learning did they have you at compared to what you're performing at?
2: So, okay, drum corps was crazy because it was, like, May through August, and we're talking, like, 10 hours of rehearsing a day, Go into competitions, like, almost every day. Like, literally, like, your goal is just to get better every single day, all day. But it was awesome because I was with a bunch of other kids from other states.
0: Doing the exact same thing.
2: That all, yeah, were, like, thought the same way as me for the most part. And then when I got back to New Mexico, like to UNM, I was like, I cannot, like, yeah. take another day around these kids. Like, I should just. Screw these fucking dorks! Or even worse, honestly, some of the professors. Bunch of lanes. And some of the professors, too, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So.
1: You just lost respect for what was going on. Yeah. That I was you were just, paying big money for in school, yeah, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, so.
0: Because yeah. a lot of them, like, a lot of the students, they don't want to be there. They might be taking it as, like, a filler course, or yeah. maybe. Yeah, there's not the same uh, dedication level, or and then for me it was like level. You
2: have professors that are like, "Here, read this page out of this book," and it's like, "Cool, I did this." Like, how do I go get gigs and make money and do this? And it's like, "Oh, you're on the next page of your book." Like, mm, how yeah. does that? Like, granted, I I respect music school in the sense that it pushed me to like be very hardworking, and like nothing ever. I really never quit on anything I attempt these days. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing I gained from it. Yeah. Um, that's
0: rare. I mean, talking from a guy that dropped out four times from UNM, that's rare that UNM <laughs> taught you a fucking work ethic.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I
0: think UNM fucking ruined my work ethic. Dang. I'm being dead serious. That's, that's I think such. I think going to UNM ruined my work ethic. Dang. Yeah, well, because I went from six years of military school down yeah. in Roswell yeah. Well, that's all it was. It was your day is so structured and your day is laid out and all this shit. And then I go to UNM thinking, oh, well, I've been busting my ass for six years. I can just keep that. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then it was like, okay, but you have, to, but I'm I'm paying for all my shit, and then I'm paying for my apartment. I'm paying for everything. So I'm like, all right, I gotta have two and a half, three jobs, then go to school full time. And so how am I blowing off steam? Mm-hmm. Back then, it was whiskey and women, and that's not a good <laughs> yeah. combination. Yeah, and that on top of school, on top of all the other nonsense, yeah, no yeah. bueno. And then I was like, and then because I knew, like, did you ever do any online courses through UNM?
2: Yeah, during ever? COVID.
0: Yeah, they fucking suck. They <laughs> are Terrible. like, God bless those professors because the professors know they suck too. Yeah. Like, it's just the way that – because I went – Blackboard? Like, no, I used Canvas. Oh, wow. Yeah, I used okay. Canvas. I used Blackboard in high school. Okay. But uh, <laughs> can I used Canvas up until last fall. Um, and, man, like, I didn't drop out that time. I did complete my courses. Yeah. But, man, like, because I just matured so much. But, man, fucking – the online courses killed me the, in the in – because the, I went from – uh, kind of like you were saying how you were, you went from a place in drum corps where everyone's there for the same reason. You're all working hard, doing the same thing. In military school, it was fucking, no, not everyone wanted to be there for like the same reasons. But at least when you went to class, the classroom sizes were legit. Like in college, if you had a 12 person class, that was a rarity. Like you mm-hmm, might have like right. a general course that kicked it up to maybe 15 or 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But generally it was 12 people in a class. Right. Super tiny. So yeah. you're actually learning something. Yeah. Then I go to UNM where it's, it's huge, like huge. 50, 60 yeah. people, and I'm just saying like nobody knows that I'm like, yeah. there, like there was a dude in the back like actively making ramen, you you know what I mean <laughs> like I'm yeah. Like, like yeah there's a, that. <laughs> yeah there was a dude in the back he would it was a uh, sociology course we were in this like a smaller auditorium and he would sit to the back right and he had like the like the type of hot pot pitcher, you know what I mean, where it like clicks in, heats up from the bottom. So he'd plug that shit in, heat up the Jesus water, Christ. crack open. He's a Mexican dude, too. So he would crack open his fucking ramen, pour in the water, pour in his fucking lemon juice, all his hot sauces nice. and his spices, let it sit. Have- and the minute he opened it and all that, and, the, and it all came out, you, the room would fill with this beautiful yeah. aroma.
2: He was just trying to torture you guys. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was beautiful. Nice. But it was like, okay, there's no real, like, order here, and I don't work mm-hmm. well in a place with no order, so I was like, yeah. fuck it. It's not just, like military school. Yeah, no, so I dropped the fuck out. Fair um, enough. So I get it. 110 fucking percent. Um, so you come back, you drop out.
2: Well, I didn't drop out. Or I, you, I still you, have, like, two degrees, but... I just
0: stopped going to the music side of it.
2: Yeah, basically. You
0: have two degrees? Yeah. In what?
2: Well, okay. So one is actually music just because I would taken so much <laughs> by the time I dropped out. Yeah. They were like, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I just like hustled. No, my... you're
0: actually our star student. We just wanted to keep you here to like, I don't know. No, that's what it is. They were <laughs> devastated. They were pretty
2: sad, but I couldn't do it. And then I had, I also have a psychology degree that I just hustled through the last year. Just oh, to, shit. Just to have one.
0: That's fucking <laughs> sick. Yeah. But, oh. Okay, yeah. So, so you, you... So yes,
2: very trained. So you do the, get
0: out of... So well, oh, I had a train of thought. Okay, so how many years leading up to playing music for the first time with Jonah? Eight
2: years old to... Like, 19 or 20. So, like so over a fucking years. decade. Yeah, over 10. That's sure. sick.
0: So, where did where did music start
1: for you? For me, um, it happened... So, in the I'm from the Philippines. So, I, I grew up there for 16 years. Oh, shit. You yeah. were born there. I was born there. My childhood was in the Philippines. And so, I grew up playing basketball. And in the Philippines, most boys are like... You play guitar or you play basketball. And then in high school... um. I got to this moment mm-hmm. where I started liking girls, right? And then the teacher would be like, hey, Dominic, you play guitar. Can you play guitar with Abby so she can sing with you? And I was like so jealous. I was like, dude, I want to play guitar with a girl. <laughs> so I was like, oh, man, how do I get to that point, you know? And I was like, oh, it's a guitar. Like, I got to learn guitar. Well, I started learning guitar, and it was like, this shit sucks. This is painful. Like, playing all those chords hurts, you yeah. know? And my friend was like, you know what dominic already plays guitar you should play bass because you only play single notes at a time i was like what it's like yeah and i can still be in a band it's like yeah you can still be in a band every band has a bass player i was like dude yes just one note at a time so started from that like moment of like having a conversation seeing your friends do it you know and being self-taught for a long time honestly and um just using youtube to teach myself bass um and then I my pastor at a church that I, I was attending, um, he he they were needing worship team members and so I was like, I play bass and Is yeah. the Philippines
0: predominantly Catholic? Yes, but
1: okay. I we were uh, my family was evangelical Christian. Okay. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna ask you a real stupid question. I don't know shit about the Philippines. Yeah. <laughs> native language.
1: It's called Tagalog Filipino. Well, there's a lot of native languages because okay. it's islands. Okay. So I had two languages growing up. Outside oh, of English. Oh, yeah. sh- do you still speak them fluently? Yeah. Good can for do. you. I speak three languages. That's fucking
0: crazy. How do you think that tra- being able to understand multiple languages at once, how does that translate to music?
1: Does it oh, at all? Man, I haven't thought about that connection, but I'm sure it plays a part. I'm sure there's science behind yeah. like that. I think it's just like the ability to, to conceptualize things and chunk things, concepts and like how to say things. You're saying, saying things in music. You're saying things in different languages. I think picking up words, picking up vocabulary yeah. is easy, uh, easier. So I, I, there was a summer that I just sat in front of a computer all day and this was before social media was a big thing. So I could just literally just focus and like look at music theory and like, oh, this is how music theory works, you know? And so I got a lot of jazz theory and like a summer sitting down um, and, and then work. And then went to that church and played bass every week at church, and so went to practice every week. You know, rehearsed every week with a band. I was like the youngest member of the band. I was I started when I was fourteen, and so I did that for years basically. And then my my classmates in high school started a band, so we started an emo band. Hell yeah! In In the Philippines, in the Philippines, was it your native language? Uh, We were singing in English, dude. Oh, we sing in English. No, (laughs) we actually in the Philippines it's weird because like most a lot of people look down on like native language music. Oh wow. So they'd rather like sing in English. Oh shit. Sure. Yeah, Cuz everybody's fluent. Most people are fluent in English there. Oh, okay. So yes. Yeah, so, oh, that's not that's weird. That's cringy if you sing in our language. So you know? were you
0: growing <laughs> up learning two languages at once? Three.
1: Three, three
0: la- languages. So you you yeah. came right out the bat with three. Oh shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause you, so, you know, the islands are have different languages. Right. And because there's trade happening, like the government had to be like, we got to speak one national language so we all understand each other. Yeah. So, that is um, Tagalog. That's Filipino. Okay. And that's mostly what the northerners speak. And then they teach you that in school. And so, like, so you have Filipino class and then after you have English class. Oh, shit. And then your native language, you don't have to take classes on because everybody's just talking like that, you know. <laughs> so it's a really interesting dynamic where you like your native language has no education. It's just no formal education on your own native language. Yeah. But then you have to learn other people's languages formally. How
0: much of that, uh, language that you weren't getting a formal education on, how much of that is built, uh, formally and how much of it is slang? I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know the, yeah.
1: I don't know the so- sociology of it. <laughs> like I just, Why well, well, I, yeah. well,
0: I say is like, because yeah. you, uh, Like a lot of the a lot of Mexicans here that speak Spanish, you know, half of it. If you know Spanish, like half of it is like actual like formal Spanish. Right. The other half of it is like slang. Right. I think it's
1: mostly for us growing up. It was definitely mostly slang. Okay. Like mixing English words in there, even sometimes. Oh shit. Yeah. So. That's fucking interesting. Yeah.
0: So what was it like? Again, I don't know Dick about the Philippines. And, uh, yeah, don't know do shit. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it like, like, socioeconomically there? Like, growing up? Yeah. Was there, like, because, like, here in America, there's, like, a there was a gradual decline from, you know, the high, high 1%. You go down from, like, the high, like, upper, upper middle class to upper middle class. Right. Middle class, lower middle class. And, then you know. Yeah. Is there a huge, like, separation in wealth there? Is it... How how developed is it? Right. Yeah.
1: Um, there's the this interesting dynamic where because it's such a small country, like geographically tiny, Mm -hmm. um, there is still a wealth gap for sure. There's rich, rich people that um you can see they're rich and middle class and really poorest of the poor living on the streets like street children begging for for food. You know, like you see that, but because it's such a small space they rub shoulders with you it's like new york city like Mm. i lived in a city with like maybe millions of people in a tiny island and so i was i was basically middle class over there or my family was like middle class and then we kind of got better off into upper middle class at some point dad got better jobs and so i was in between I had rich friends that had like drivers drive them to school, you know, oh, and I had friends that live in the slums, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah. So yeah, it's an interesting dynamic because you're rubbing shoulders with everybody there. What was
0: that like growing up and going to school with kids that were in that such a wage gap? Were, were y'all conscious of that? Like, let's, I, let's say like yeah, el- yeah, elementary yeah. to middle. Yeah. Y- was that a thing you guys
1: recognized? Dude, so- somewhat, you know, you you notice like people who are, you know, there's like this idea of like richer people are fair skinned it's like associated with that i have fair skin in the philippines yeah. so everybody assumed i was rich um okay. they can speak english better mm. than the locals um because they went to the american schools where they had tutors or whatever so if you have broken english that was a sign of yeah. poverty and it's a sign of miseducation oh. you're like yeah, you're dumb because you can't speak english Wow. yeah so there's like stigma That's
0: something a lot of americans don't really attach to is that outside of this country like speaking english is a bit of a luxury Yes. Because a lot of people speak English, obviously. It's survival. But yeah, it's if you want to, like, you're, you're talking about trade a little bit earlier. Yeah. Like, tr- English is the language of trade these yeah. days. Right. And then for like... The for con- a long time. also <laughs> you, know, you run into countries like Russia, mm-hmm. um, where Putin has his translators and shit like that. But for the most part, it's all English. Right. So growing up, that was a sign of, uh, of poverty and miseducation. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. No shit. This is a skill.
1: Yeah, it's a really high. It's a high skill. Like nobody is gonna teach you that if you, unless you go to the school that teaches you that well. You know.
0: See, and I grew like. So I, I was not a. I'm, I'm. I was not. I am not a good student. <laughs> I if I don't give a fuck about what the subject is, I'm not gonna like. I'll I'll pass the class. That does not mean I learned. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I can. I feel you. Yeah, I just, <laughs> that's just not who I am as a human. Yeah. So. But I remember growing up, going through English class and learning all of these things. And obviously, as a kid, I'm like, I'm never gonna need to know these intricate. I don't want to speak for a living. And then, you know, here I am.
2: Yeah. But um, <laughs> you need to use words yeah. now. <laughs> I need a large vernacular. But yes, yes. you know, especially like
0: back then, I remember just getting bogged down in English class in like elementary and middle. And I caught on in high schools. I, I finally figured out like, oh
1: this is what like, you're looking for. It's what I'm looking for, <laughs> for, but
0: also I was like I love reading comic books and yeah, some of these comic yeah. books are written at a high level. <laughs> I need to figure out how the fuck to read yeah. Watchmen or some shit, you know what I mean? Intrinsic so, motivation. Yes, in the, like, the dorkiest of ways, yeah. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. but I remember being a little kid and just being like, okay, I don't know, I, this really dawned on me like I think in 6th grade, I was like, thank god I'm learning languages as a first or English is a first language. Because if I was coming into this,
1: yeah, oh, it's hard.
0: Oh, go fuck yourself.
1: It's a hard language. Yeah.
0: So you, you grow up in the Philippines. You grow up playing the bass. How old were you when you started playing bass again? 14. 14. 14. So you're in high school, 16, middle of high school. Is that sophomore year, junior year?
1: In the Philippines, we didn't have middle school. So after oh. sixth grade, you just go straight to high school. Oh, So shit. 16 is like last year of high school in there. So it was. Now it, they have middle school now, but it was then. So
0: back then you graduated at 16.
1: Basically. Yeah. No shit. I moved to the U.S. at that age, so I didn't go to senior year over there.
0: So how? So I was going to ask, like, how do you tr- do? You like transfer credits? Do you, it was a-, a complicated process. For sure. yeah. yeah, was there? A there com- I mean, yeah. I'd imagine being an immigrant, you have to take the civ- the civics test, and you have to right. do that. Right. But then, like, was there a competency exam for high school coming in? Did, yeah. did you go straight to Mexico?
1: Yeah. Oh no, North Carolina. Okay, at least you went to a pretty part of the country first. Yeah. Well, it was like... rural North Carolina <laughs> oh, where shit. I was the only Asian kid in high school. So. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm grateful for that experience. I can tell you about that too, but like he's like New Mexico is beautiful, but yeah. like coming I think here, New Mexico is prettier, thing. I think. It is pretty, opinion. Here, but, but like yeah, I don't know. It's not varied yeah. like North Carolina is. Yeah, exactly. There's beach, mountains, yes. plants, yeah. Exactly. Cities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a real yeah. city. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. So, but we just have a big sky and they never they've never seen that. Oh, just shit. trees like trees block the That's sky, true. You know? That's so. very
0: true. I spent a lot of time in Georgia. Yeah. Right. So going to the forest of Georgia, you look up, it's like oh. the
1: highway is just like you don't know when the next turn is, right? Yes. It's like kind of blinding. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: So you moved to North Carolina, 16. you're sixteen, going on seventeen years old. What was that what was that transition period like? It was what, exciting. What was the experience like getting you guys were obviously like going into upper middle class, so I imagine it's a bit easier for you to yeah. uh to come over but what was that like document would you you had any did you have any play in that like document wise dealing with the government dealing with all that type of shit the whole process
1: man yeah that is still like very seared into my mind like that whole process where um my mom was a dentist in the philippines and my dad was like a ceo or like a executive director of a nonprofit organization really good jobs and they were like we are running and we are living paycheck to paycheck in the philippines you know with four kids and we don't want this future for our kids basically so my mom goes back to school and like what does america need but teachers right either teachers or nurses Mm. so a lot of filipinos immigrate to the states for that reason uh become teachers and nurses So first generation families usually come that way
0: is that a like so when you're filling out the paperwork and you're applying to come over do they ask you what your occupation is in your home country and what do you plan on being when you get here?
1: No, you have to be hired by an American school first before you even oh, do all that. Shit. So like that's in conjunction with your paperwork is your the stipulation of you entering is that an American school has already hired is already planning to hire you and is vouching for you. Oh, so did employee. you? So did your parents
0: yeah. come over on a education visa? No, something so, like that. Uh, or, or an H one B working
1: visa, a work visa. A work visa. Yeah. Oh, and so my mom did that. My dad didn't do that. So my my mom became a teacher, got her master's, got hired by an American school in North Carolina, did all the paperwork, and then as her dependents, husband and kids under twenty one, we were able to be filed under her. So Smart. yeah. So Smart she came, she comes in first two years, saves up money. Pays for, pays for the plane tickets and the, the travel and like the paperwork. And oh, all so that she
0: stuff. left independently.
1: She had to leave us, dude. That's a common Filipino story. We ha- I didn't have a mom for two years, oh like physically, my God. <laughs> for immigrant immigration purposes. And so, yeah, that that's what it took to to kind of like get here. And so, my mom literally had to go back to school as a dentist to be a teacher. So, why North Carolina? <laughs> because they were hiring fair enough <laughs> hey fair enough <laughs> rural north carolina because nobody most people don't want to work there you know and there's already a shortage on in and of itself so and what year was this oh nine oh seven oh nine
0: okay so this is the middle of the obama administration yes right? and they're well, trying to open up immigration they're trying to get more people lines up, in. up that yeah. makes perfect sense okay mm-hmm. so your mom comes in in oh nine you 07. guys oh seven you come in in oh nine yeah what was that like for your dad and your siblings coming over
1: yeah so my dad got hit the hardest for sure because he went from being an executive director with minions and people working for him to working gas stations and like american companies are not going to recognize his work in the philippines yeah like my mom as a teacher would have you know so it became that he became like dependent on my mom they had their own thing their fights already so that was a really big strain on the marriage like they it was hard for them yeah and then for for me like personally i i was excited because most of my best friends had immigrated to the states oh wow so i had a best friends moved to california i had a best friend move to canada in toronto so i was like oh man i get to see them again you know so I was like <laughs> this is exciting you know like i get to go to the states and i was feeling also like in my head i was like stuck in the philippines so i was like what's next for me here even as a 16 year old like i had I'm only like looking, seeing the next thing, the next month, the next, year. you know, yeah. in America, I feel like you can dream bigger and for all its warts, That's, no. it's true. You yeah. can dream at least, you know, <laughs> in the Philippines, they you're dreaming, get out of here. You can't dream. You can't be a musician here. My dad was super against me for, for a long time, like go to school. And what? that was my story for a long time.
0: That's interesting. <laughs> Is that, well, no, because yeah. in the Philippines, you're looking out in weeks or months, couple of months at a time. Yeah. The American mindset says, well, yeah, my five-year plan, my 10-year right. right. plan. What was right. that mind, sh- that when you were able to do that, what was that, The your mindset shift? How did that yeah. affect you?
1: I think just seeing my mom make this, pull this off. <laughs> it's like, what the, f-? like, she, I remember as a kid, like, my mom was like, hey, j I just want to let you know that I'm going to go back to school. It's like, why? Like, you're old. <laughs> it's like i want us to go to america you know and I was like okay well that feels like a far 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 far-fetched idea and for it to happen it's like whoa you can actually make things happen you know and uh i still have that with me where i can just like if i just like sit down here and like try my best you know and that's all you can do yeah there was a lot of factors that were out of our control immigrating here and we got lucky more than other people yeah. that can't make it here like in what no, ways we were you're lucky sp- maybe like the, <laughs> during the embassy interview you have to interview at the embassy to like to get in to get your pa- like your visa like accepted you know so like
0: individually even though yeah. you're under 20 no as a family so, oh, as a family okay so my
1: dad and the siblings were in the same interview at the same time mm. and my mom had given the wrong paperwork apparently like it was an expired document that was very important and the person interviewing us could have been like well this is expired go back go back to cebu and figure out that document and then apply again which is like $5000 <laughs> it set you back how much for how many Some, uh, probably another year or in a year and a half and $5000 which is an insane amount of money in the american dollars yeah american dollars so i was and i was yeah, going to yeah. ask that uh what, that's an exaggeration i don't know the exact numbers but what was around.
0: the uh back then do you remember what the currency exchange was like between 50
1: pesos to a dollar fuck so yeah. literally
0: at a 50% de- de- uh, 50% deficit
1: yeah so 250,000 pesos fuck. yeah yeah my dad is making like 20 something a month 20,000 something pesos a month yeah, I don't know what. Yeah. I'm just guessing. Like I've seen numbers as a kid, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so, but we got lucky because yeah. the guy was like, instead of rejecting us, like, let me just look it up on my computer if it's actually if this document's actually expired for her if this is just the wrong document. Looked it up, and it wasn't expired.
0: Boom, approved. It's just a clerical issue.
1: Clerical issue, but they had, had a, every right and power to say. If you had an asshole
0: on the wrong yeah. day. Missing their family, maybe they're over because they drank too much of that last night. Maybe you know the wife is gonna divorce this person, or the husband's <laughs> gonna divorce because they're in the Philippines and they're still yep. in the
1: states. Yep. Dude, the the there was like through the needle, <laughs> you know. It's like whoa, we made it, and somehow we made it, you know. And so that just to get through that whole like just the, the bridge from the Philippines to the U S like it's easy for U S people to come to the Philippines. It's like, I just need to save money because my passport is going to let me go to the Philippines. The opposite is like years and years of preparation, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and just to see that happen, I think that was really big for me as like something that like, Oh, you can actually like, and I don't want to succumb to the work hard and you'll succeed. kind of thing. Because sometimes you work hard and you don't succeed. Um, so, but but that's all you can do you know and so yeah. we did so. well it's
0: it's, a, it's an interesting paradigm because well yeah you're right there are people that work hard mm-hmm. and the shit doesn't work out right that they had the that, wrong interviewer at yeah, the embassy. Yeah, yeah yeah that happens yeah. but if you quit you are guaranteeing <laughs> failure yeah you exactly. are guaranteeing no, and at yeah. the worst yeah. of it it's yes. gu- it's failure
1: at your own hand right sometimes yeah yeah, and and people quit for a lot of different reasons. I feel like, like, you, like we were generally getting, speaking. Generally speaking, yeah. yes, we were getting interviewed, and like we could hear people crying next to us. Oh <laughs> no! That's it's hard. brutal, dude. It was so brutal, like, cause like the husband, like I could overhear the conversation. His wife was already in the states, and he was trying to follow, and like they rejected it, you know. And I was like, that sucks for him, you know. And so, yeah, um, yeah, really lucky to get to be here. And so I was excited to be here. Um, and even if it was rural North Carolina, like I got to see my mom again, you know, after two years that's awesome. and see some family with some family also immigrated.
0: See, and that's the type yeah. of shit does it today. A lot of people need to hear like <laughs> I've, I'll be honest and, People that are my close friends know this about me. Like, I've lost a lot of my patriotism for the country for yeah. reasons that I can't talk about yet. Yeah. But <laughs> I still love this country. Like, we have yeah. our problems. Yeah. We certainly yeah. have our problems. But we mm. are still on top.
3: Mm.
0: And it and I think one of the best case, case studies for that is how many people, despite what we think, not even like we, despite what this extremely loud minority of America thinks is wrong with this country or is this end all be all issue or issue like collective of issues Mm -hmm. in this country. We still have hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands to potentially millions of people trying to get to this country every year. (laughs) There is a reason for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? There is a unbridled fucking reason for that. Yeah. So stories like yours are the type of things that people need to hear. Yeah. So you get to America. You're in North Carolina. Um, what was it like? And did did you go to the school system?
1: Oh yeah, I went to a charter school. Okay. Um,
0: oh, did your? I was referring into that. Did your money any like uh, any pesos you had? Did that transfer over? Yeah. Did you? But it's just at the currency rate, yeah, obviously. But so at the embassy, did that. you change that over? Yeah. Or okay.
1: There, that's 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 not much of a problem there. Okay. That stuff. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <take> they your <laughs> want your money. <laughs> they're willing to take that they, shit. Yeah, want your money. So
0: you come it's, over it's and you get into the school system. Are you continuing music? Yes. So okay.
1: Yeah. At this point, I land in rural North Carolina and very segregated. Still, like the the city school was like mostly white, and I landed in the mostly black high school, ninety percent black, and I was the only, one of the few Asian kids in there, and definitely the only one that's not from America. Oh and shit. And I land in um, in band class and all these like amazing musicians around me, like church musicians, gospel church musicians. And Southern, somehow they Southern just Southern Baptist not ha- musicians. Yeah, somehow they just did not have a bass player. <laughs> <laughs> there was a drummer, keys player, horn section, huge horn section. It was like a pep band style band. Huge horns, like hella horns, woodwinds, no bass player, no guitar player. And I just somehow landed there, man. And so that's another thing I'm grateful for, cause I was like, "Whoa! I had the I got the opportunity of a lifetime to sit with these people, and I got my education on funk music, gospel, R and B, like all the
0: and you totally didn't need jazz, jazz that at all, so.
3: Yeah,
1: I needed it. No, I actually, yeah, no, really. no, so
0: sarcastic. Yeah, because <laughs> so, the, music, the music y'all play now, yeah, that's like, legit. There's
1: your groundwork right, right there. That's that was the legit. groundwork. Yeah, I was classmates. Tina has heard this so many times, but <laughs> oh
2: yeah, I you haven't
1: song. heard I like this. It. You haven't heard this. But I, I was classmates with a guy that eventually got to play with Just, Justin Bieber on keys, and is still now a producer in L.A. Like that kind of talent next to me every day for two years was like, because they were harsh. Like they were like your pocket is wrong like made fun of you <laughs> so for people who don't know what a pocket is pocket is the how the song feels and how it's supposed to sit you okay. could play the right notes but if you're not playing at the right you time don't have the rhythm. you're not you okay. don't have the pocket and yes. i didn't have the pocket cuz i'm the, from the freaking philippines playing emo music <laughs> <laughs> playing metalcore you know and um, land there, <laughs> first day of class man they were like Jabez play something in b flat i was like what does that mean play something in B-flat. It's like, I know where B-flat is, but play something? Like, what does that mean? You so, know? okay, I, that didn't
0: even <laughs> click. So, if you're playing, like, metalcore emo shit in yeah. the Philippines, yeah, you got to be listening to American music. Absolutely. So, what, oh, it's like yeah. Attack, Attack, Old School of Mice and Men, Sleeping yep. with Sirens. As I Lay Dying. As as ooh, dude, As yeah. I Lay Dying. Devil school, Wears Prada. Old School Chelsea Grin is in there somewhere. Uh, no, I haven't no? heard that one. Yeah, You ever heard of Chelsea Grin? No.
1: Like, we, the emo stuff was like Chiodos and Bless the Fall and bless Siausen. The, dude, Bless the
0: Fall. <laughs> bless the Fall is coming next week. Oh, no way. Yeah, In they're town? they're doing a 10-year uh, anniversary tour for the album. Um,
1: it's like, I should know this. It's my, uh, was it with Bo or the Craig Mabbitt album?
0: Oh, I couldn't name the, the members, but it's uh, the album with fucking uh, Open Water on it that one see that's hollow
1: bodies that album see that album is newer to me like i listened to them like the very first ep like yeah yeah. that's what was new when i was playing that stuff and i stopped for a long yeah when i moved to america like i stopped listening to that stuff because my classmates were all like yeah hip-hop r&b way different yeah Yeah, way different and i liked it more as a bass player because those are bass heavy songs you know i get to get be featured more and so I liked it more. <laughs> so how
0: much time do you spend in North Carolina until you get to New Mexico?
1: Two years. So finished high school there. I had to be held back to junior year again one more time. Okay. And then graduated senior year. Um, and then before going to college, my our visa was running out. It was about to get expired. And we had like a year left, you know. And, and if the, it
0: expires, they send you back.
1: You have to do the whole process again when it expires. Do
0: they send you back and then say redo it?
1: Yeah. They don't send you back. You send yourself back. Because if you, they have to send you back, it's you can't come back. Oh, fair so you enough. You have to go, come back home before it expires. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. So we we're working on this. And the only way you can transition to a permanent residency is to say, if the school says, hey, this teacher, right, this our employee, um, has a skill set that nobody else in America can do in this context in, in our school. <laughs> that's oh, how, okay. That's okay. how narrow the… Okay.
0: what okay
1: so that's called a sponsorship for your
0: for your mother yeah what okay so when she came over and started teaching what was she teaching
1: special education okay with a master's degree fuck okay so hella years of experience before coming to the states
0: so she's teaching the special ed classes yeah and they're like you have to contribute a skill that no other teacher in In america in america yeah the whole country
1: like there i mean there's like you know it's not to like to the t right but it's like would would feasibly this person come to a rural north carolina with the expertise that they have to teach in this school with this kind of so they have to in so in
0: their their and they're very specific and their native circumference like where they're at like they have to they have to be a defined net positive Right. Or that you get sent back. Or you don't get sponsored. That is fucked up. It's crazy. That is so... Because there are people on this block that are a net (laughs) negative, and they should get sent somewhere. (laughs) Like, I'm just being fucking real. I meet people every day that I'm like, you don't contribute. We're not
1: stealing jobs. We're just... Nobody's doing this job.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no. There are people that I meet every day that are fully employed, that are money-making individuals, that I'm like, you... Don't contribute, what yeah, the fuck yeah. is it, And you know what to some people, I'm one of those people. you know what I mean, yeah. but like, what the fuck?
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, so and how long was me. your I don't know them. so
0: your mom was here for two years before you showed up. How long was your visa when you came?
1: It was a six year visa, I think
0: six yeah. years in a country yeah. and then they're got
1: to be like like let's say you come here for six years
0: and you're spotless right you have yeah. no criminal arrests yeah yeah you have no that's most people right yeah yeah you have <laughs> no issues yeah no issues. you are not causing pro- yeah, traffic ticket you, at worst yeah you yeah. don't get as much of a noise complaint yeah and they're like hey you have to make a fucking seismic impact in comparison to yeah. to you know, what yeah. you were doing or whatever. Make yeah.
1: a seismic impact. Yeah. There's a point system. It's crazy. Okay. Our immigration law system, I worked in immigration law. So I've seen it, you know, it's, the, so it's what's, dense. The, what's the point system? It's basically like they judge you on like, <laughs> you get a certain amount of points if you have a certain amount of criteria. And a certain amount of points makes you like qualified to apply for certain visas. So master's degree or higher, certain number of points. This amount of income per year. This amount of points. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a, this a lot. Like Olympic skills. <laughs> Olymp, you know what I'm saying? That, like I don't just, know if you're kidding or not. Justin Bieber being able to sing in the United States. He's Canadian. So he needed to go through that whole system himself.
0: Yeah, but.
1: And so it's like he has he still has to go through the paperwork, right? Yeah. Not him. I'm sure somebody ran it for Yeah, him. his managers a yeah, all that yeah. shit. Yeah, but it was probably, but he still had to go through the, the whole like what are you going to contribute to the United States? And it's like, oh, you have a skill that nobody else is doing. It's Sing Baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, you're creating economy, you're generating income for the United States. Jesus Christ. And so, and I think...
0: How funny was it? Just yeah, This is kind of on but how funny was it when they fucking deported 21 Savage? Did oh, you hear about that? I didn't hear about that. You didn't hear about that? Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, either. okay, so 21 Savage British, is, right? is British. Mm. They deported his ass like two years ago.
1: What did he do? What?
0: Why? Uh, he fucked up paperwork, oh. and they're like, "You gotta fucking go back to London, boy, and do it again." Yeah, <laughs> sir. Twenty-one Savage got deported. <laughs>
1: Damn. Yeah, that's rough, man. That
0: yeah, I don't feel bad for that guy because he's yeah. a fucking millionaire. Yeah, you know fair I mean? enough. Deal. Fair deal enough. with he's it. Rich. He's, he's rich. He's rich. And he's you fine. didn't. He's and, fine. and you didn't get. He didn't get sent back. To a fucking I don't know. So you
1: got sent back to London. Yeah, you got sent back to London. Okay,
0: you had to eat fucking beans for breakfast. Unironically, original like Americans deal <laughs> with it. Yeah, yeah, the original Americans. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, fair enough. So I feel what, like I've been talking a lot. So you make it, you make it back to UNM, or you make it to New Mexico? I'm assuming it's because of UNM, right? Huh? Say that again. Did you make it to New Mexico because of UNM?
1: No, we had to go to New Mexico because. The school, the school system in Gallup, New Mexico, was one of the few schools in the country that would sponsor, that would tell the United States, hey, we need teachers here. Because no, who wants to, a lot of people don't want to teach in Gallup, right? A, a lot of people don't even know what Gallup is, right? Yeah, and there's a teacher shortage in America, so much more so in rural, like, low-income communities. And so they needed – there's, like, this symbiotic relationship between immigrant teachers from the Philippines, usually, and, like, Native American schools right and like it's so crazy the history of all that coming to a head where you have filipino teachers that need sponsorship so that they can get their green cards so they can get permanent residency in the united states right and a school system that like we need teachers that are high skill so all these immigrant teachers that are in the east coast whatever they go to the rural areas in new mexico arizona like the reservations and they teach there for a couple of years they get Sponsored by the school system and then they get their green cards and then they leave, you know They go to whatever city they actually want to live in so
0: so do you guys have
1: citizenship now? I do yeah, now I do but to get our green card That's harder to get your green card your permanent residency than citizenship. citizenships easy if you're not fucking around like Permanent residency. It's so hard to get that because you have to go through the the whole thing system. I just explained to you So oh my god (laughs) it's nuts man and I lived that as a teenager right like uh, understanding deeply like the fear of like having like I've settled here I've had I've been in America for a couple years and it's like I have friends here I have community here I see a future here and then to be told like it's time to go home if you don't do this you know so we packed our shit in in North Carolina we were like oh our school and the problem in North Carolina was they said they would do it for my mom for all those years that she worked for them until the last year of our visa and they were like psych we're not going to do it for you because budget cuts, so <laughs> we sold everything we Yo, had. Yo, people
0: suck, bro! <laughs> Holy
3: <laughs>
1: shit! Immigrant labor exploitation, for real, Classic. still happens. You know. Okay, so yeah. you make
0: it to Gallup eventually. Make it to Gallup, and you just have your eyes set on Albuquerque. It's the biggest city close to you.
1: Yeah, at that point, uh, I still so to go to to get to UNM, you just you need to have financial aid, right? And so. To get FAFSA and all that stuff, you have to get your green card first, and so we had to wait for that green card process for two years, maybe. So my and my how old are you at this point? I was already 18 at this okay. point. Okay. So 18 to 20, I'm in like limbo and gallop, trying to figure out what degree I should take. I was already freshman year of college, and we are were you still, still lo-
0: practicing music. Are you still playing at all? I was
1: playing at churches. Okay. Yeah. Um, some local bands, a local band picked me up at one point playing bass for them. Yeah so yeah so this whole two-year hiatus in Gallup, i had i'd made filipino friends there there's a lot more filipinos there than in north carolina so i was like whoa like i can live in my culture it's in america th- there's
0: filipinos in Gallup.
1: yeah dude again I, like i told you the teacher thing that's like, crazy i, just, I it just you don't think
0: that yeah you know you know yeah. what i mean you don't you never think under
1: that. the radar yeah but it's it's such an interesting dynamic i'm, I'm telling you oh, yeah oh shit so i make filipino friends and i finally like understand american culture to navigate it better and so like i i feel like in gallup was where i became quote unquote americanized like oh i know how to speak english in a way that like is not formal you know like i understand conversational english and got to be myself more got to go to college and like figure out fashion (laughs) (laughs) because if you don't speak english very well like how do you talk to people yeah your clothes gotta look good you know huh and so I spoke with. My I clearly back. don't give
0: a fuck about that. So. you <laughs>
1: have to learn English. In I don't country.
0: give a fuck about how. You've seen me at shows. Yeah, right. I don't give a fuck how yeah. I dress. I'm showing yeah. out, man. I ain't got to impress nobody. I'm not trying to get laid. No, I don't give a shit.
1: <laughs> for me, it was just like, I just don't want to get looked down on. Mm. I got to look good. Yeah. You know? Because I'm not from here. You know? Yeah, for real. And so, learn all about man's fashion, like suits. And, you know, I would, like, go to class in a suit, bro, just to, like, do it, you know? I, I knew it was gonna be awkward. I knew it was like weird or whatever. But I was like,
0: and how old were you?" I was eighteen. Hell 19, yeah, 20. Yeah. Hell yeah, showing up in yeah. a fucking. I'm here to learn, bitch.
1: Pocket square, like oh tie, shit. like nice shoes, and all of this like thrift store, you know. Yeah. Finds. Fuck it. Got get a tailored taper it to your body. Boom. Fuck yeah. Money. So yeah, that was my life you for know, eighteen some, to twenty. Some of the
0: best <laughs> fashion advice that I've ever fucking heard. Yeah. Is from uh, is from fucking uh, Tristan Tate and you know who that is? No, he's Andrew Tate's brother. Oh, Okay. Yeah, he's Andrew Tate's brother, and they were inter- uh, he was getting interviewed by a really great podcaster. His name is Patrick Bet David. He's he's like a uh, he went from like an insurance company, built his own insurance company, multimillionaire, sold it, and then just went into like uh, web media. And he he runs one of the biggest fucking podcasts on YouTube now, and they're talking to this guy about fashion because that's his big thing is fashion. So they're talking to the Tate brother and they're asking like, like, what's your biggest fashion advice for men? And he goes, be in shape. Yeah. And he goes, I because they they're originally from London and they moved to Romania. And They go all around the world, obviously. Well, 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 not recently because they got fucking arrested. But they used to go all around the world. And he goes, I still have my tailors out in London. And I've gotten to the point financially where my tailor is the same tailor that does the royal family. But the only difference is the suits look better on me because I'm in shape. And these guys are old, fat, yeah. and, you know, yeah. worthless. Yeah. So I just, I, just, yeah. I never heard that articulated the right way. You know, like, no matter, it doesn't matter what the fuck you're wearing. Yeah. If you're in shape and it's your size, yeah. it's going to fucking look good on you.
1: I think, yeah, I think it it's like the symbiotic, like... You go lift weights, you get more confident, and then you're like, I can pull this off because I'm more confident about yeah. trying that stuff. Yeah, you definitely. Know? You're yeah. the one who lost a hell of a amount of weight.
0: I wanted to get to that <laughs> eventually because I know you guys are both uh, into fitness, but like, especially you, like, when, when did the weight loss journey begin for you? Because I've seen there's specifically... I saw it on TikTok, and I don't fucking use TikTok very much. because I fucking My hate TikTok. TikTok.
1: You're turn would, to talk to you. I've been talking use, a lot. You're turn. To talk. I, I, I hate. No, no, no. You're good. This is a fun. There's no rules yeah. here. This is a fucking. This is.
0: This is a podcast. You can do what the fuck you want. Uh, but no, you. Because because I started using TikTok like six months ago, I think, and I don't yeah. like it very much. I got to be honest, it, but the
2: algorithms are way different. Yeah,
0: and I don't understand one algorithm. At all. They're
2: all different. It's Yeah. mm -hmm.
0: But I. uh, So as I'm getting all the connections. Like refollowing and all that stuff. I found yours. And. um, You're before and after. Like you have a video. That's showing that. And it's like holy. It's a Spongebob one. Yeah, that's how I remember it. It's the Because sp- like, yeah. the original scene <laughs> yeah. is, is from the Spongebob episode where he goes, to the, he goes to the grocery store. And so I was like, I got a picture of you when you first started here. Look at you all young and happy. Where did the years go? And it's the guy where he's like this and he oh, puts yeah, the yeah. picture away. and He's all fucking dragged. But with your video, yeah, yeah. it's the before and after. Yeah. And holy shit. So, yeah. so how, how much weight in total?
2: Um, I want to say like seventy pounds.
0: Fuck.
2: Yeah, something. something When when
0: did that start?
2: When the pandemic hit.
0: So it's like March, April, twenty
2: twenty. Yeah.
0: Holy. So when everyone else was staying in and just becoming (laughs) one with the couch, yeah,
2: you were like, fuck this. I just think I had an epiphany one night, and I was like, you cannot. You got to come out of this thing snatched, like. I <laughs> have to. Like that was no weird, choice. cause
1: like Tino was like. No, yeah, cause yeah. he met. I think uh, we were still we I were playing music together like that.
2: When I got back from drum corps, for some reason, that was like around my biggest. I uh, feel like. Yeah.
1: Okay. If you don't at mind me asking, pictures, what was
0: the heaviest you? Were I don't.
2: At? I don't even know. Like I would never even. I don't. I did not own a scale or anything. Oh. My shit. parents were not like that. Like. When
0: you started recording, what were you at?
2: I want to say, like, maybe very low 200s. Okay. Yeah. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally, like, low 200s, I think. Okay. So, and I could have started, like, higher because, like, my scale didn't come into, like, a couple weeks. Right. Into my thing. I don't <laughs> so know. Uh, fair, enough, yeah. fair, enough, fair enough.
1: Fair
0: enough. So, the lockdown happens. Where do you, what were the first, because that's the hardest when you're losing weight, is the first, like, month to month so and a half.
2: my little brother is, like, a foodie. But he's also one of those kids that if he doesn't eat for two days, he'll, like, drop 10 pounds and you can see his abs again. Like, he's one – or opposite, like, he'll put on 20 pounds like it's nothing. He's, okay. And so when COVID hit, we were both, like, staying up late, like, making random food in the kitchen, like, just having a blast. And then I just remember one night I was like, you can't, you can't do this anymore. And I remember I started, like, going on little walks – my family would, like, low-key roast me for it. They'd be like, oh, you're going on your walk again? Like, <laughs> it was, like, kind of brutal. I do like, know. No, hey, they I fucking... I yeah. know... Yeah.
0: No, I know families like that. I know motherfuckers like that, man. Yeah. All and then, the time. it wasn't, time. like,
2: brutal because my parents, like, definitely loved me, but, no, like, but fu- it was, okay, like... I,
0: no, I got to say, that, and no disrespect know? to your family, but fuck that because no, yeah. I get it. No, I get it where it's because I, I remember doing my uh my first bodybuilding well my first my only bodybuilding show my one and only i'll never do that shit again but Ooh, I, I remember doing my bodybuilding show i was like oh you're gonna go train again for your little show that's yeah, how it started or
2: like did little, you go on your walk today did yeah you go on your walk and then today? when the like, fucking
0: veins on my fucking abs came in they're like oh this is a thing like, yeah <laughs> bitch as i'm like as i'm dying of starvation I'm like
2: yeah this is a thing <laughs> Yep.
0: Anyway, so you start going. Is it started with walks?
2: Yeah, it started with like some walks, and then
0: did you were you even like conscious of a diet?
2: Oh, so I like really never knew about calories until okay. I started like looking that stuff up. Fair enough. I was definitely probably like severely under eating during that first part because I didn't know like I read about like fast like intermittent fasting, so I would like wait till after I like walked or jogged that day to eat, mm-hmm. and then I was eating, like, very little. So it was probably very unhealthy. Yeah. Um, But it worked. So. But yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you, you had the just storage to take... make up for all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I yeah. did have, obviously, the I did have calories. the storage to what do you What do you think? Burn you,
0: that? What, what was, like, in the, again, that first month or so that you're going on walks and stuff like that, you're starting out, what was the day of eating like? When you were like, hey, I'm going to lose weight.
2: If I can really remember, so I was t- – I somehow made myself terrified of carbs, like, so bad to the point where I would, like, not even eat, like, a grape Ugh. or, like, a piece of fruit. Like, any Which, fruit. Which, like, yeah. if anyone knows me now, like, Don't I literally, <laughs> I drive around with a bag of apples or something. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. I just eat them all day. You know what's
0: fucking crazy about apples? So, I learned about this, uh, like, three or four years ago. But if you eat, if, obviously, you'll feel it more the more healthier you are. But apples, they have an effect on your body where it opens your it, it uh, opens your veins a little bit more. Okay. And so that's why you'll see runners or you'll yeah. see uh, cardio-based huh. athletes. So They'll eat an violation. apple like 30 minutes, 20 minutes before a workout, before mm-hmm. a session or whatever because it, it like dilates the veins, helps the blood flow a little bit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea about that. I just yeah. think that's fucking interesting.
1: Yeah. Wow. Oh. Yeah. I just eat it for the fiber. <laughs>
0: I couldn't tell you last time I had an apple. I got to be honest. Well, no, because co- the only, yeah.
1: Definitely. Today. <laughs> we have apples at church
0: every Sunday. Yep. Well, because co- I only started eating food again because I'll throw like berries or something if I want to make a shake. Yeah. But Costco started selling uh, this like platter where it's the two different types of grapes, two mm-hmm. kinds of cheeses, and the strawberries <laughs> in the middle. And I'll eat that. I'll snack on that a little bit, but really I'll eat that when I'm drinking. That's the perfect fucking drink. That is a good. L- snack. Little glass of whiskey. Yeah. I get a bowl, make a little ensemble. Sit mm-hmm. behind there and work on the podcast. Get a little.
2: Got the charcuterie yeah. board.
3: Out. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's basically what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a
0: hand-me-down charcuterie board. <laughs> I fucking love it. I put it into a bowl, but you know, <laughs> hand-me-down <laughs> yep. charcuterie board. Um, love it. But anyway, so you guys or you, uh, you starting to go on walks. You're fucking terrified of carbs. Yeah, I was what eating, are you eating
2: like a lot of salads, a lot of chicken. Okay. Pretty much, like, Interesting. not drinking or anything. I was I've never really been a drinker, but like, yeah, me either. Not drinking any calories. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Tina. <laughs> That's a recent I've development. Never, <laughs> there's been a recent, not really. Um, Just
1: kidding. No, no booze no, is good yeah,
2: for like, you though. Well, I meant like no sodas, no yeah, lemonades, like shit's all of that fucking, stuff. I like yeah. cut off, and. I definitely wasn't, like, I just cut everything cold turkey. Good for you. Which I think sometimes, like, people have to do.
0: Yeah. Why? Well, see, that's so how I do it. People can't
2: just take one bite Same. of a chocolate bar or one bite of a cake, or else it'll be gone. Sometimes I'm, like, one of those people.
0: That's how so I it's, am like, about, I'd rather just not start. Yeah, no, for fucking, I feel, that's how I am about whiskey, and that's how I am about uh soda. Like, I can't do, like, I I'll drink, like, the the zero sugar, zero calorie soda, just because, like, I know it's chemicals. I know it's going to still fuck oh, that's, with your body. Yeah. Like I get that, yeah. but it's like it's less heavy. Yeah. When you're yeah. drinking, it's less heavy. You don't have any that. uh the you don't high fill it in your veins. The high like fruit high fructose corn syrup, you ain't got that in there. Yeah. And it's just it's just like calories you don't really yeah. fucking need. I know you still fucking up your body a little bit, but, but you know, it's if it's not it's prolonged, not, your body recovers yeah. exactly. Exactly. from that. It, sure. Exactly. And so but yeah. my weakness is lemonade. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't get it, but because Costco, they make their lemonade with fucking cane sugar. And they nice. sell it, those Fire. bastards. They sell it in the double pack with the plastic shit that puts yeah. them together, together so you carry yeah. them.
1: Like I guess I got to buy both.
0: Yeah. No, you have to buy <laughs> both. Yeah. So I buy it. <laughs> and then I, I don't buy it anymore. Yeah, because yeah. I will this go through much. B- those giant fucking jugs. I will go through that in a week. Damn. Yeah. Because I'm like, it's it, it's it been in the fridge. Yeah. It doesn't need ice. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, it's like water. Yeah. So like fucking. So anyway. Dude. As this is carrying on through the pandemic, when did you start noticing? Did you, were you measuring weight right off the bat?
2: Yeah, as soon as my scale came in. Okay. Um.
0: How soon did you start to notice a difference? And then how did you start? How soon was the noticing? And then how soon was the feeling the difference of like the weight loss?
2: Um, dude, it's so hard to remember now i'm probably like a month in i'm yeah. assuming i do remember during the pandemic having to like go to i would go to like the department store by my house it closed i don't even remember what it was um but just because they had cheap clothes and i would go and like buy a couple like outfits but then i'd have to go back like a few weeks later because it was already too big and i hadn't even worn them nice. so it was like it was definitely yeah fast. it was one of it was quick that's well, Jabin saw me like yeah. probably after a good amount of it. It was like I was yeah. probably still a little chunky, but
1: no, yeah, I don't know, I don't remember, but I definitely noticed the difference. Like, yeah, because our la- our next like band meeting was like o- over Zoom, and we we're like talking on Zoom. It's like, oh, Tina, okay, <laughs> cool, like good. you yeah. know, that's cool, good job, you know. What
0: were you doing for work? Were you working at all?
2: Um. So I had a, yeah, I had a job at Olive Garden, but since it was like right. cl- on and off closed, I was still yeah. in school too. So oh, it was like on and off closed and yeah. Yeah.
3: Damn.
0: So you carry on through 2020 going into 2021, like weight loss wise. um so, How long did it take you to, to stick to a regimen? Cause that shit's hard. You know um, what I mean? Like sticking with it consistently enough, so, you know?
2: So like the walking and stuff. Like, eventually turned in. Like, once gyms open, actually, Jabez got me into a gym for the first time. Where'd you go? Jews.
1: She could not okay. jump, bro. <laughs> we were like, bro, doing I can't <laughs> fucking jump. I can't I tell guess you the last oh, time. Oh, fair no. enough. All right. Like, she I played could not basketball jump. all my life. I'm like, <laughs> That's what? Scary. I was like, trying to, like, so we just have to jump on this thing and then we can get off. Jump and get what, off. Like a platform. And like, I was like the like,
2: little foam boxes. boxes. Yeah. Like box, like box w- jumps. W-
1: a box jump, Yeah. But tiny box. I was like, and she could not do it. I was like, why? I just could not comprehend, like, nobody knowing how to jump. <laughs> <laughs> Tina can't jump. All right. That's okay. You know? Like, we'll
2: you'll get it. it. you we'll know work we'll work.
1: On it. Just for now, step he's and, like, like do a... Just
2: jump right there. <laughs> all right. Now do these squats. Don't touch a weight. No. Just yeah, do just the body squats weight. next to me. <laughs>
1: That's legit. Those I was, I was are pretty nice.
2: Yeah, no. He is supported. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well,
0: well, that's the best way to start. Like, If you're getting to the gym for the first time, and I tell this to everyone that asks, like, don't start out doing weight movements. No. No. Start out with calisthenics. Body weight, dude. Body weight stuff. Yeah. hard. Get, get your body to figure out what it's like to exist under endurance. Yeah. And then... Because right. that's all weight and is. Yeah, that might have been. Is you're adding like, endurance. Right.
2: That might have been like the good thing about. Or you're adding about, a resistance, resistance. rather. Resistance. About like the pandemic start was like, what did I have? The roads around my house mm-hmm. and. Maybe push ups. Maybe the carpet in my bedroom to try push ups and planks. Yeah. As much as I could. Yeah. yeah. I could plank for a long time. Like yeah. Little things like that.
1: Yeah. That's legit. I went to school for that shit. I was trying to be an athletic trainer. Oh athletic shit. Program in the UNM exercise science that's sick but then look I'm like I'm not I'm not slumped with Harvard you know so, I just know it here <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've i said it I've said it
0: to his face I've said it on here there's a few of those motherfuckers but especially Zach I'm gonna press that motherfucker man. <laughs> hey man listen bro
3: especially Zach I, lis,
0: listen dog like if he's listening right now like bro I know you said natural but dude I've <laughs> I, I've been on the juice bro I get I, it <laughs> It's fun. <laughs> I'm getting back on like next week. Like it's cool.
1: I, yeah. I've never thought that, Zach. We're homies. So <laughs> I've never thought that about you ever. No, that motherfucker's huge. <laughs> uh anyway. That guy's it, bigger than his drum kit. <laughs> <laughs> that's Nick. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Zach's the bass player. Zach's the bass player. Oh my gosh. No, no dude, dude Nick, I know Zach. He's the bass player. You know, I'm Nick. Stupid.
0: Yeah. No, Nick is natural. And me that's how me and him met was the gym. Uh, oh, we both no went to oh, Legion that's Iron.
1: Awesome. Oh, I went there too. Yeah. For a while. He yeah, we good.
0: both went to Legion Iron. And yeah. I remember watching that guy. Yeah. Watching uh, that motherfucker bench press is scary. Watching him deadlift, oh, the bet. gym shook. Sh- scary. I'm but sure. anyway, I'm so you sure should, that's true. So, so y'all y'all are going to choose um <laughs> we Was that the We're I choosing. mean was that was that like your first time in a gym?
2: No, I think like back in the day I would go to the YMCA, but i okay. never stuck to it, yeah. But that was
1: your I first didn't time. I did not know that was your first time in the gym. Because you'd lost so much well, weight.
2: after that, yeah. After yeah. the weight loss, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that was your first time in the gym with, like, intention of, like...
2: Well, I was, like, in... I knew I wanted to go, but I was in the mindset of, like, the pandemic's still out there. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to... It's hard working
1: out with masks in there. Yeah, yeah. and then you Fuck have to that. Wear your mask and... Fuck. Yeah. Because
2: yeah.
0: yeah. I went to... Because I, I, I was spending some time overseas when the pandemic started. Oh, no. Yeah. And then, I dude, I literally got back from Europe. Like, I was in Germany for a bit. And then I get back... And two days later... No, well, I guess, like, two business days. But, like, literally... So, I get back on a, on a Friday. Weekend goes by. That following Tuesday, Trump put the travel ban oh, on yeah, Europe. Yeah. On Europe, yeah. And I was like, oh, I was just there. Damn, what? you would have been stuck. stuck. Oh, yeah. I would yeah. have been stuck. You've been German by the time you... you no, know, for real, yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would have had a lot shorter mustache. But, anyway... Blonde hair. So...
3: So...
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, so and I came back, and I was stuck in Texas for a little bit. But I would I would leave on the weekends, go to Albuquerque, come back, and it was funny watching two states shut down. because so I would go to the gym like immediately, like when I because Texas they stayed open longer, so it was like I couldn't train on the weekends when I was in Albuquerque. I'd come back to Texas, gyms were open, and then everything shut down eventually. But then when I permanently came back to Albuquerque, Choose was the first gym that I went to,
3: yeah.
0: and that place was fucking
2: packed. dude i had to leave because i remember you had to wake up in the morning and you had to schedule like at one hour time slot Shoot. and i was like you oh, can only you're right, you're i was right, like you, you right. can only right. go for an hour they made
0: you schedule you yeah, have to schedule it that.
2: and you're oh, only allowed in for an hour shit. i was a weird, weird that time, man and oh my god i was just like no and i think i found a cool little one by my house that works out perfectly for me but right, yeah was,
1: yeah okay
0: yeah. holy fuck yeah so you stick with the gym and you're consistently going, and yeah, as for, you're losing, I feel the,
2: like for a year there I was like mini hybrid athlete because I was going hard, like hard runs every day and hard lifts every day. But that's awesome. Now I'm not as crazy. I'm trying to get there again, but
0: what's sick that you lost fucking gets, seventy pounds? Like what? Look, looking back at how you were before, quality of life wise, I mean it's got to be a night and day difference.
2: Yeah, I my college life was rough so like i was just busy from like 6 a.m to 10 p.m so i didn't even have time to think about working out or i just remember eating out all day yeah again literally no concept of a calorie so i just thought i looked the way i did because that's just how i was like i had no idea Mm -hmm. yeah
0: oh shit yeah that makes sense and so now but i'd imagine like I, I was talking about this. Definitely,
2: like I wish I, because I grew up doing marching band and stuff. I wish I would have been skinny for that. It would have been way easier. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much easier not carry, carrying a 50 pound drum around, like sprinting across a field.
0: Well, I was I was telling a buddy of mine a couple a couple weeks ago because he, he went through a big weight loss thing, I was like, dude, okay, you dropped 50 pounds right now. Imagine throwing on a 50 pound vest, exists for a week. That's yeah. gonna fucking that's what you were yeah. carrying
2: around no and mm-hmm. i i used to do that too i have so my yes, vest legs at my gym and yeah that's <laughs> yep people are like dang your legs like how do you get them so big and i was like dude i was running <laughs> while i was 200 <laughs> pounds <years>. like, <laughs> yeah. what do you think yeah
0: that's fucking awesome do you feel like you play like the way you play drums has it, has oh, it gotten so, a lot more efficient
2: like my uh, my drum teacher at the time actually said i lost quite a bit of tone after i lost that much weight i think i've gained it back more by it, now
1: you've you lost in like what tone way? and yeah. volume yeah explain that to, to yeah. the non-drummers tina cause...
2: so like <laughs> drumming is so physical that that's how do i the explain the more
1: weight this? you have like well, there's more like oh so there was like, less
0: force behind your yeah okay
2: so like every drummer sounds different because no one's like physically the same right like literally coming all the way from like your shoulders like how you hit the drum, i am not gonna sound like one of those three hundred pound gospel drummers that just sits there in shreds. They get their sound by like flicking their wrists or I have to be like
0: yeah, but throwing
2: I, my weight down. I
0: would ooh, Jesus, you have made that don't break on me, dude. I'm broke. <laughs>
3: like <laughs> that
0: you've never made that sound before. Come on. Um but I would imagine though, if you're heavier and you're having to do all those fucking movements, that you're gonna get tired way quicker. Than you would now. Because you have so much more tissue. There's so much oxygen your blood has to fucking carry. I, I'd imagine it'd be better to be a skinny drummer than a heavy set drummer. I
2: think it is better. Yeah. Um. Because a lot of times these guys will be like soaking wet at a show. And I'm like, I'm kind of cold. You're chilling. <laughs> yeah. But um, You
1: calling me heavy? <laughs> and no. sweaty? Just- <laughs> <laughs> so what you just I'm said? She's,
0: so she's definitely calling you sweaty. Fair enough. The jury's out on heavy. But definitely calling you sweaty. Yeah. Hey, at least I, have I can a jump. Band. I'm just
2: kidding. <laughs> I wish I could jump one day. Okay,
0: so as the pandemic is carrying on, you guys you just mentioned um you just mentioned Zoom classes or Zoom classes Zoom meetings for oh, the band. Oh, I would
2: also be in my gym like while the Zoom lectures were playing. Mm. Cuz I was that I checked out of my last year of college. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I'd be at I remember being at choose and like the lecture would be going in the background. And I was,
0: I mean, at that point, it's a fucking audiobook or a podcast.
2: Yeah, yeah. Can see that? Fuck mm-hmm. it. If you,
0: especially if you have to see the whiteboard. Fuck, and yeah. Even if you do, at that point, fuck it. Yeah. But um, as far as the band goes, you're having Zoom band
1: meetings. Just to plan out, like, hey, when the next open up happens, like, what mm, what do we do? What okay. songs do we work on individually on our own? Or like, hey, in the horizon, like this gig's coming up, you know? Okay. And stuff like that. So, you know, you did what you had to do, but you did what you could do, you know. Everybody was doing that, you know. Um, But luckily, like, we hadn't had built a music career prior to that, so we didn't... It felt like our hobby was delayed. For me, it felt like hobby was delayed. Like, I still had a full-time job, you know, working from home. Um, If that that happened now, I was... Was that
0: with immigration at that point? Yes, so
1: I was in immigration law. Actually, it was the the Office of Immigrant and Refugee Affairs Coordinator for the city of Albuquerque during that time. Fuck that. That, <laughs> yeah, that, was, sounds, that sounds rough. It man. was rough, man. Like, my grandmother died in the Philippines during this time. Oh, and, like, I was coming out of a meeting and everybody's just, like, complaining about, like, this and that. And I was like, this is bullshit. Like, my grandma just died. Nobody knows, you know. Was, oh, like, shit. Cried right after that meeting He's like fuck this shit yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore Yeah so I burned out Like around that time too in uh, From that whole field so, Understandably yeah. so
0: Yeah it was brutal Fuck Okay so actually You know we didn't I just realized We didn't even like Get to this point So I you know. guys are playing At Monte Vista <laughs> It's less music With more. With Joan and all that He <laughs> splits When does the mango cake? Good job remembering Yeah to... <laughs> uh, When yeah. does Anyways The uh When does the mango cake start?
2: So, Mike, we went over to Mike's house to play two songs, I remember. Yeah. Just a jam Mm -hmm. at his place. And I remember from that jam session, we were like, we should get some horns, we should get some keyboards. Um,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: I think from there, it just kind of...
1: I think one song, like, let's be specific about, yeah. We played a song called State Line by The Dip, great band. And we were like, this is a band I've never heard of you know but mike talked about it it's like yeah i can sing like that and then the guitar players were like yeah i love we love that music and so we're like okay let's let's get on board with this and then we played it and we're like whoa we sound great like that sounded <laughs> yeah. great you know like no and then we were like wait nobody is doing this in town like we were ignorant like we didn't know anybody else in town honestly but we're like we felt like we could do something here so that that was like the spark almost where like oh this could be something we didn't we weren't called the mango cakes at that point you know so we were just like jamming at that point and um, we liked that song and then we like added more songs that sounded like that kind of and then started writing songs that kind of sounded like that oh, and shit. we were like, whoa, this is dope like and Mike had a beautiful set of pipes like he could sing like soulfully, you know and um, he just like cared that Tina's a great drummer in solid you know rhythm section at that time. And then we started inviting people because we felt yeah. like we were solid as a crew, but like, and oh, that four? band has horns. No, no, you know, five, five. Five, because five. Mikey came. So right. it's a Huge band again. already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> According <laughs> to your standards. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we are like, and we were like, uh, maybe for a long time, we were like, we don't know any people. And then we like thought about it harder. I was like, wait, we do know musicians that yeah. we could invite, you know? And yeah. so I invited my friend who pa- played keys, his name's Lester. And I played at churches with him. Amazing Cuban piano player. So, like, come over yeah. and jam with us. And he was like, cool, I'm not doing any, you know. Let's do it, you know. And Brought then you some had, horns from school. Yeah. You had class, like, she had friends at school that were horn players. Yeah. And then start playing, and then it sounded even better. Right? Because yeah. now you have keys and horns. It was like, exciting. I remember, so I remember How many people time... did you add at that point? Three more. Okay, yeah. so we're at eight. Because
2: we had, like, Trumpet, right. trombone, and keys. Yeah. And, and then, technically. And then I then, added a percussionist. Yeah. So we're nine. Forgot his name. Damn. So
1: like early Mango Cakes was like huge. Already, yeah. Term. Yeah. And the only thing different things were like the the rotation of who was doing what, like who exactly was playing what.
0: Because you have multifaceted musicians, I'd imagine, right? Oh
1: yeah, well it was no more like oh, this person doesn't want to do it anymore. We have to replace it. You know? Oh, But it was like, we can't do without that anymore. Like, yeah. we had the keys player and we don't we can't play a gig without keys anymore. You know? Interesting. That was the yep. dynamic. Okay. Yeah.
0: So who came up with the name?
1: Um, I think I came up with the name. We were just throwing names around the room. And... Um, <laughs>
2: I remember this story so differently than him.
1: Yeah. Dude, I've been telling this story a lot. He does. From my perspective. And I always... You should tell me the story. The only I thing
2: I remember is just a group, group chat. chat and it being called the Triple Ass Crack Mango Cakes. <laughs> and then It's I a remember, weird... It was a weird joke. And then joke. I remember going to the open mic back at Monta Vista. I, yeah. And, like, someone was like, the triple ass crack, mango cakes, and he was like, "What?" It's and like Spider Man like, moment. The mango cakes. That's what's your
0: wait. What's your name, Get The Human Spider.
2: That's, that's human Spider. That got that stupid. sucks. Yeah. You're <laughs> we the Spider Man. Yeah, Amazing Spider Man. Perspective <laughs> of the name. Maybe D was, Brown
1: did not name us. <laughs> that is. I named my perspective.
2: us. No. How the fuck did you come
1: up with the triple ass crack mango he Dude, named it, He named it. I don't know. It was just like a bunch of random yeah. words and like funny it was sounding a bunch, at that time. They were also the,
2: like a bunch of boys in a group chat just like talking being dumb shit. All yeah,
1: yeah talking you know, some shit. And, yeah. And, and no, the mango cakes word came during practice. That's why the, that ended in a group chat. So see,
2: I don't recall this. I don't think... Maybe you weren't there. (laughs) Maybe not. Because, like, I remember this (laughs) distinctly where we're, like,
1: in Mike's uh, back room, and, like, Brian was coming up with names, and I was coming up with names, and, like, you know how it was with choosing things with those guys? Like, we all had to be... a democracy. uh, Yeah. Like, it had... All of it had to be on board. And I said this name, and everyone's like, no, that's not bad. Like, that's actually the first idea that didn't sound stupid, you know? And so...
0: What were the rejected names? Do you remember any? Dude,
3: no,
1: no. Is, it, prob- is it probably for the best that you don't <laughs> probably remember any? For the best, like yeah. they were not memorable enough to yeah. to land yeah. for sure. Because the we, we probably works. like threw around like Mike and the Jets.
2: <laughs> no, I definitely considered the Jets. I think I told you the that. Jets, like in November uh, though. You're like, right. That's before true. Before we added Mike or anyone. That's true.
1: We could have been because we were Jonah and the Jets. So I was like, we why we just, just go, kept go Jets. the Jets? Okay, I can see that. Like, but no, like mango anything. cakes in my head when I said that word, like for me mango was like like it's the biggest export from my island in the Philippines. So I just like wanted to squeeze mango in there. Mm. And like it's like I love mangoes. <laughs> mango cakes, like it doesn't make sense. No,
0: it's not at all, but it on works. On its own, but it when you put it together, really like, well.
1: somebody can put meaning on it, right? Well, and it fits your sound. I don't mm. know why it fits your sound. Same. Like, mm. this, this is what I was like, just kidding. No, it was, <laughs> this wasn't what I envisioned when I dropped that name because I'm a fucking genius.
2: <laughs> no, but ultimately
1: in my head, it's like this doesn't mean anything, but if it doesn't mean anything, people can ascribe meaning to it, right? The words make sense on their own, but you can now, right? Yeah, you know, and now you say that you say, oh, it makes sense to you. Yeah, it, it right? just
0: makes sense because like your music and your sound and your style—I don't know yeah. why Mango Cakes fits, but it's like, yeah, they—that's what the that's, mango
1: cakes. that's obviously <laughs> yeah. what they are. You fuck you, <laughs> like, why would you think any differently? To be a successful band, you have to have a really good goddamn name. It's so yeah.
2: funny too. Like, I'll hear people tell me like Slums a
0: hoot, and no, I'm just kidding.
2: People, that's will a be, name. people tell me, oh, too bad so and so moved away. They would have made a great Mango Cake, and I'm like. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, it's glad, like, I'm glad it's, you have your meaning no that's a verb like, that, it's that a i have ver- heard it's that a, is verb, a verb it's a
0: verb yes, noun. yes. Oh, they're a mango it's mango adjective yeah, a yeah. Noun. yeah that is a noun that i see i suck at
1: english but that is a noun i have heard is, is they are a mango cake <laughs> yeah yeah or mango cake it up mango yeah. cake it up yeah kicking <laughs> yeah. all over the place yeah shit like that so that's the closed
0: I doors know. practice ladies and gentlemen they cake it up <laughs>
1: cake it you know <laughs> so um, triple ass crack mango cakes so was the group chat
0: for sure so you guys come up with the name yeah. you're you're up to nine people now ten people now yeah uh pandemic hits yeah what did the pandemic look like for you guys
1: well the pandemic was the very first big decision we had to make is we had the first day of the pandemic was our first game. It was
2: literally March thirteenth, like yeah. that Friday the thirteenth so that everything like shut yeah. down. That they announced like the six cases. Yep, was supposed to be our first little show first Friday at, at Kilt Check, a little brewery on like San Mateo.
1: Yeah, Ugh. and uh, we were one of the like that we were one of the first few like things that had to make decisions for the health purposes of other people. Like, is it ethical for us? To play a show and gather people here. Especially back then, because we didn't you, know. You didn't know. We like, you saw China, it happened in other yeah. countries, you know, and you're like, ah. I remember, I cannot
0: find these videos for the fucking life of me, but I, I swear, I remember in, like, April of 2020, I saw videos of Spain, where they are putting, these people were infected with COVID, but they're older, right? So, like, 70s, 80s, 90s. They're getting these old people, and they're putting them alive, into fucking body bags damn zipping them up oh I my am God, not yeah I think I, I remember some I, of those too I saw shit like that and I, I had two oh real God. real close friends of mine Jesus Christ they uh, their sisters that I went to school with and they yeah. did they, w- they went to like school abroad and eventually just kind of stayed in Spain and they were yeah. in two different parts one was in uh, I can't pronounce, it was like Bill, Bilbao, Bilbao, Bilbao. Yeah, Bilbao. Bao. Yeah, yeah. And the other one was in Madrid. Okay. And I remember talking to both of them, like, what the fuck is going on over there? Because I'm seeing, I told them about that, I'm seeing cops roaming the fucking streets. Mm-hmm. Like, what is yeah. it actually as bad, or is this like American propaganda? Like, yeah. like what's, what's going fine, on? Yeah. I'm very critical of our fucking government. Yeah, for sure. So I was like, what's going on? And they're like, oh, no, yeah, it's real. It's real. Like we have yeah. cops going up and down the street. Like yeah. me and my friends, we were gonna go over to another uh apartment because they were living they had like four no uh is my friend Sam. She had four people live or four people living with her, so it was five total in an apartment. Yeah. and they're going to another apartment. There's like three people. Yeah. And it was very illegal at that point. Yeah. So they right? were so they were going over uh and a cop stops and like had them all against the wall. And they were like, "Hey, like, where the fuck are you going?" And they're yeah. like, "Oh, we're going to the grocery store. Da, 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 da. We have to." And the, and they was like, "Okay, well, curfew is in however long. And you need to get there and get back." Yeah. And they just went and they crashed at their fucking friend's house for like two days. And they're like, "Fuck yeah. this," because that because where they were at and the the way like I guess the uh, the way the police is set up, that community is so small that everyone knows the cops. Yeah. Everyone and the cops know everyone, and it's like that very small, small community mindset. Yeah. So they're like, fuck it, we're just gonna hide out. Yeah. Because yeah. if they find out that we were, we could get fucking rest with this
1: shit. Yeah. In the Philippines, like, it was so bad that people, like, the hospitals were so full. And, yeah. like, we're already not a high tech, medically advanced country. Like, and there's like tiers to the hospitals you can go to right if you're oh, rich you can go to a better hospital oh what the yeah. f- i mean yeah. it's, everybody's it's like that in yeah, america it's yeah. unspoken it's unspoken in the philippines it's very obvious like <laughs> oh show us your bank account before you get we check you in you know it's like that you know and so <laughs> you have an app for your bank account oh you're top tier yeah, you're, you yeah. have an app get it means the fuck it's on in. your phone yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're not lining up for a piece of paper yeah oh, um, my God. they it was so full dude that like people who were admitted to the hospitals had to stay in their cars and then they would roll out the oxygen tanks next to the cars. And that's where their ventilator was. Like, or it wasn't even a ventilator, it was just oxygen right. until you died because you can't breathe anymore. And there were no vent, there are not that many ventilators. Well, and is so- that,
0: what's crazy now is that we know that ventilators were killing people. Huh. That's the, do you hear about that? Yeah. So that was the big narrative at the beginning of the pandemic was okay, uh, COVID is fucking up their lungs. We need to get them ventilated immediately because the lungs are shutting down. Okay. But what they were also finding, like, a little too late was that for most cases, like, in that 99th percentile, if these people that were having the breathing issues of varying degrees, right, obviously they were the extremes, right, but if you were having breathing issues and you didn't get on a ventilator, you survived. You had a shitty week, but you survived. But these people who immediately got on ventilators, their body became dependent on that ventilator. So when they got oh, taken off, they
1: died. That fast. Yeah, they got dependent that fast. mm mm-hmm. on, on With, Within a week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's sad. Well, yeah. we didn't know what the fuck we're doing for sure. That's for sure. Oh, As no. a whole world. Oh no. <laughs> That's yeah. The entire the, planet, man. Yeah, yeah. The world governments fucked <laughs> Dude, that shit up. Yeah. Our our in the Philippines too. Like I I would I remember my my family telling me stories like, imagine like imagine quarantine right. Yeah. You can't go outside your house. But honestly, in the United States, you could drive around anywhere you want if you wanted to. You could go anywhere you want. Still. Yeah, it, there, it was just
0: closed or, clo- or stores are closed down. Right. So you're
1: talking about Spain having police walking around. Like there, you if you lived in the South Valley, basically you can't get out of the South Valley. You had to get a pass. Like one person per family had an extra pass, so that if you needed to get something in the in the Northeast Heights, for example, yeah, you could go for your family. You could represent your family to go there, and you'd walk around with a stupid ass like. Tag that said that this is the pass that allowed you to go through this section hall pass as in an your adult. own city. What the in fuck? a free country, you know? So people, it was, it was, and then, and then they were like, Oh, we found out that you're sick and you're walking around, we're gonna put you in this bus with a bunch of other sick people because you guys broke the law and hold you there. <laughs> so you be well, think fucking happens. Well, I was going to say is, it's nuts, it, man. Is the it's, Philippines a democracy? It is. It is. is uh, it it's just demo- not it, well run. I'll say is it a
0: democracy in practice or a democracy on paper? It's
1: definitely on paper, for on sure. On paper. Yeah. Sure. And um yeah, it's similar, you know, you know. So it was brutal for all, all of us and so like I guess going back to the music like we were always like And, like, this is first world problems. Like, we can't play our gig (laughs) because of the pandemic. Well, I mean, that's,
0: yeah, that's one thing. But then also, you know, to put in, not to cope, but, like, to put in perspective, the worst thing that's ever happened to you is the worst thing that's ever happened to you. Now granted, right, you fair. like you came from the Philippines, you've yeah. seen like the actual poverty, you yeah. and then you have family there yeah. and friends there that are yeah. still experiencing that yeah. for sure. Yeah. But for other people, I mean, yeah, I, I mean you know, I, I'm not one to coddle, but also you're you know if if you're dealing with something and it's the worst thing you've ever gone through but, but it's through. nothing in comparison with like maybe someone you know is go- yeah, sure but you're, you you yeah. could know about world atrocities you could know what your friend is right. going through but I still have a hard time your only point of reference is the hardest thing you've dealt with up to that point right fair yeah. like i mean if fair you enough. if you grew up in a place where you were super sheltered and coddled do the parents that had the styrofoam on the fucking corners so you wouldn't hit your head or stub your toe <laughs> And you know, Lord forbid, you yeah. move into your first apartment and you stub your motherfucking toe because you don't have the styrofoam that's, on the corners. That's
1: the most painful shit you've ever experienced. That's yeah. the most painful shit. Yeah, like, you had the sense.
0: parents that told that told the teachers to no, he didn't get an F, he got an A and slid him a hundred, yeah. you know, slid him two hundred bucks and said, hey, fudge those numbers. Yeah, people grow up like that, right? You know what I mean? That's true. So that's yeah, that's fucking crazy. the Philippines. Dude, have yeah, a fucking
1: yeah. Oh, it was brutal. God. It was, and it was like so normal that people just did it. You know. Yeah. And I, as an American, you're like, that makes no goddamn sense, you know? And there's while like, we're over here with right, our stupidity right? what we're doing. Everybody was doing stupid shit.
0: Our <laughs> stupidity is more quiet though. Like, don't get me wrong, we had we had the mass runs on toilet paper. Like like when I right. that was that well, what blew my mind. And so again, shit. I came that Friday before the Europe lockdowns yeah. and then the week after that is when the uh the March lockdown started happening. So I, I show up and I'm in my room. and I'm like, okay, well, I need to, there's no fucking food here. So I'm going to go get some food. I'll get some toilet paper and uh, I'll just be chilling. All right, whatever. So I go down to the grocery store. Everything's normal at that point. So I'm like, okay. And, I, and uh, at that point, I, that's when I really, like, I've been, ath- not athletic. like I've gone to the gym and like worked out my whole yeah. life pretty much, but I was never serious about it yeah. until I gone overseas. And so I came back, I came back, I I'd left weighing like one, like 170-ish. I came back weighing 198 nice. of like mostly muscle. And so I was like, okay, I need a lot of food. So I went, I didn't give a fuck about my abs. My abs could get fucked. So I was buying <laughs> fucking TV dinners, nice. pizzas. I of chicken and Whatever steak and need. rice, yeah. but a lot of shit. So I stocked at yeah. my fridge and I was like, okay, uh, all right, I got my stuff, got my, my amenities, my toilet paper. Okay, I'm chilling, all right. And then again, we can have two weeks later. The lockdowns happen. I'm yeah. like, oh no way! And I'm seeing like on uh, on YouTube and Instagram, I'm seeing these people make the run full of toilet papers and shit. And I'm like, there's no way that's happening all over the country. I go to my local grocery store.
1: No,
2: yeah, that was crazy. Fucking I they
0: limited
1: toilet paper purchases to one or two.
0: Not until like a month after that, yeah, right? Because right. they it was didn't late. realize yeah. they didn't realize what was going on. Yeah. You
2: so, guys remember like, the cleaning aisles too? Just like yeah. gone. Ghost town, right. yeah. Yeah, gone.
0: All do the cleaning you, supplies. Do yeah. You
1: realize how precarious this whole system we've created have been when it's in Because like yeah. honestly we can do that again. If we all decided to buy all the steak in every grocery store in every part like we could afford to do that as if we just gathered ourselves. Yeah. And then there would be a shortage of stake, right? whatever right. amenity it is. Right? Oh, right. Yeah, for or sure. Or if we all withdrew our money
0: from the bank. Oh, dude. That's what, <laughs> well, see, that's what I was worried about. Because back then, I had a lot of money saved up. Yeah, and I'm seeing yeah, this happen. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, fuck. The government was worried about like, that, for sure. <laughs> thankfully, there wasn't a run on the banks. Yeah. I'm shocked there wasn't. Right. I was like, man, I should probably go pull out all my money. Yeah. Because what the fuck is going on? But then I thought, well, if I pump my money. And there was a run of the banks, and the dollar collapses. My shit ain't worth anything anyway. So, eh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> you know, <we'll> money's <laughs> not gonna matter if
1: all this shit goes to shit. You
0: know? no, exactly. But you bring up a good point: how fragile all this is. Yes, it. We are have, all
1: social agreements are so fragile? Oh, oh, yeah. This, oh, yeah. For, There's not is, enough cops to enforce all the rules. Definitely not.
0: No, not at all. We yeah. saw that, and yeah. then it's like well, there was a respiratory illness. That went around that basically gave you the flu but removed. And the first thing people were worried about was toilet paper. Like, that shows you the priorities of Americans. Like, we can, like, obviously, like, the food went away. The the cleaning supplies eventually went away. But it's like, yeah, no matter what happens, I need to shit comfortably like i need i cannot walk around with mud butt for fucking it's turn, i can't use the shower to yeah, clean myself it, up like it's gonna turn to <laughs> chemical warfare real fucking quick if i don't get my toilet paper yeah. For real, dude. so no that's Wild. just fucking yeah it's crazy to me looking yeah. back at that how quickly everything fell, fell apart but you know what i mean yeah
1: yeah but to 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 put it in perspective as well, like to to be able to go through that pandemic at in your twenties yeah. as opposed to being in your eighties, yeah, that like it just yeah. hits you at the end of your life, like you're most likely gonna be screwed, yeah. You know? And we had like enough health to be like, I I got COVID twice, you know, and yeah. it was it was miserable, but I was like didn't need to go to the hospital, right?
0: You know, I got COVID the first time during Thanksgiving of 2020.
1: <laughs> it, I think we all
0: got I COVID think, at the same time. Yeah, though? we
2: all had COVID. At, well, I didn't have any symptoms, but I oh. I was positive. I,
0: dude, I lost my sense of taste. That was my first one. For sure. Because okay. I was I remember, I, I will never forget this. I was playing video games. So I used to live, I used to have a condo up in the Heights. Oh. And I had retrofitted the garage to be the first podcast studio.
3: Oh.
0: Um. And so I was down there. And I started to feel a little sick. So I told my girlfriend at the time, I was like, hey... Like you got immunocompromised grandparents and your aunt, you know, I, I should hang out by myself for a couple days, see if, make sure I don't have COVID or whatever. And so, it was just me, I'm hanging out in my garage, and it was this mm-hmm. table, and I had set it up to my gaming, I would had my gaming, gaming set up, and then it was podcast time, because back then I was doing like a podcast once every two weeks or some shit. So, I was like, okay, break this shit down, set up my gaming, whatever. So, I'm playing video games, got my dip in, having a good time, normal Friday night, all right, and... I'm on chat with my buddies, and I'm like, hey, guys, I've had, like, a cough, but, like, I can't taste my dip anymore.
3: Oh. And they're like,
0: yo, you have COVID, dude. Like, no, I, <laughs> I don't. Know. The dip just ran out. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I had it in for, like, 30, <laughs> the 40 minutes. So I threw, out the, I threw out my lip. I threw a new one in. It literally tasted like I had mud. Like, it had no taste. It was just hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. So I went upstairs. I grabbed a monster, like, like a green monster. Cracked it open, the the monster tasted like fucking seltzer. That's
1: crazy.
0: Yeah, it tasted like um like a like a like a club soda. Yeah, and I was like, no way. Yeah, what the fuck? And so then that that happened, and yeah, I was down for like two days of like body aches. Yeah, and like chills, and like chills. I had a bad headache for like twelve hours, like a excruciating headache. But other than that, yeah. like it wasn't bad. Like were, I was symptomatic for maybe yeah. like, no, I had the I had the sweats really bad in I the beginning, the in yeah. the beginning, and that's what made me call out of work for the first time. Is at the time I was working at a uh, at a flooring company, and I worked in their warehouse. Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um. So I was I was working at a flooring company, uh, driving a forklift, and. I remember working that forklift and like by four in the afternoon, I was doing like I was driving, just like oh fuck, because so I would get a little nauseous. So you still at work? Yeah. Oh. I, it was the, this was the first day of being symptomatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I'd had the sweats, so I'm like oh fuck, what is going on? Oh my god! So we got off work that day, and I called in the next, and it was a Friday that I called out, and I was like, all right, yeah, I think I'm sick. I'm gonna, and then, yeah, that Friday night is when I had my taste go away. By Monday, I had um. I started having, like, uh, more, like, headache symptoms. And I was symptomatic for a while. And then on Thanksgiving, I started feeling a little bit better. Yeah. And then I could I had more of an appetite, thankfully. And my, my God bless her. But, like, my girlfriend and her family, they made me, like, they got, like, the, these, like, styrofoam Or not styrofoam, but, like, you know, the like, the cooking material that's, like, sheet metal?
2: Yeah. You know, it's yeah, not yeah, yeah, sheet yeah.
0: metal, but it has the same consistency yeah, and yeah, sound. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh They had made me like a plate in that so I could drive, thankfully. So I just drove. They left it on the fucking curb. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I got it and went back. Yeah. And um, I had my taste by then, thankfully, so I could eat. But then uh, I got really sick again through that weekend. And I was good by Monday. But it wasn't like debilitating. And the second time I got COVID was fucking nothing. It was literally like.
2: (laughs) I don't remember if I had it twice or once. But I do know the time I was, I did get a positive test. I didn't have any symptoms. Well,
0: and back then, that's what fucked people up financially because they, because they, they don't know how it was for you guys at your jobs. But for me, it was if you tested positive, no matter what, you had yeah. to take 14 days off. Right. It
1: was two weeks. Yeah.
0: And so we didn't, nobody really knew in mass anyway at the time. If you test, if you got COVID, you were going to test positive for three to five months afterwards, regardless of your oh, yeah. actual infection. That's true. So I fell into that where like the office space I was working at at the time is I had moved out of that job and went to a caregiving job and I was in management. And so one of the managers got COVID. We all got tested. I fucking tested positive. And then it was like, well, shit, like, what the fuck am I going to do about this? Yeah. Like, I'm not sick, but yeah, why the fuck am I positive? positive. That and was then tricky. it came out later. So when you guys were having your Zoom meetings as a band, what was the coordination like? What was, <laughs> like, I, I imagine you're going through a lot of growing pains. i trying to figure out how to run a band remotely.
1: Yeah. I think, we, I think we just had one Zoom meeting where we were like, cool, this is the current state that we're at. Just get better at your instrument. Like, I think we had that conversation. How many members do you have at the time? Um, and that meeting had, like, the core five of us, I think. Okay. Right?
2: I think I might remember the horns in there. Maybe the horns yeah, were there. Yeah, maybe the yeah.
1: horns, too. So maybe, like,
0: not everybody, but most of us. So for a frame of reference, who are the core five?
1: At that time, it was me, Tina, Mike, and then Brian and Austin, who are guitar players. Okay. And they're, they're from the Jonah and the Jets, too. Okay.
0: Um, and then of the five, who's still there now?
1: just
0: us two no shit okay so pandemic happens things open up at about fuck in new mexico they didn't open up really till like 2021 right right we were locked down for like a year almost a year and a
1: half like we had some of the that's the openings there were medium like like, remember those yeah Yeah. 30 percent capacity
2: yeah Yeah. the capacity shit but like
0: and that's what and i don't I don't I don't mean to get too political about it but like we had like I I fucking hate our governor. Like I do not like Grisham at all. Like, I do not like that lady. I've and
1: I've, I've played for her uh, in her mansion. Fuck for that bitch, wedding. bro.
0: Fuck like I'm not that I'm guy. I'm ambivalent.
1: Yeah, like yeah. I'm not that guy that says eat the rich.
0: I'm not I'll never be that guy I still believe in capitalism. Be but like but like on the <laughs> other hand I'm like yo, if you're telling us to lock down and you're going to spend state money on fucking wagyu beef and throw parties I'm not going to eat you. That's kind of. Right. I'm not going to eat you, but, but like your toe you. looking kind of nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to slice that bitch <laughs> off. You know like, what I mean? I'm going to throw off your balance. This
1: hypocrisy, of course. You're right. Because really, like,
0: I, st- I still yeah. would love to, like, yeah. I-, I can't say who, but I'm working on booking a uh, New Mexico politician on this i'm working on it nice. like we're, we're in coordination right now okay but like i ah, would love for sure but i would love to sit down with her oh, okay no i would
1: because I, I have no like like you you'll talk to anybody yeah, yeah for real saying. and
0: yeah. i have no real like malice to sit her down by fuck you yeah but i do want to be like hey man like you really like explain to me why what was your mindset in doing these things because you fucked a lot of people over Mm-hmm. And you see how this looks, right? Even if you didn't mean to be h- a hypocrite, you see how this looks, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I want to have that conversation right, right, right. with a politician, right, right? But anyway, that's a whole other conversation. Sure. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, so they're not in the mango case. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we had, uh, in relative to the actual infection numbers, we had some of the harshest fucking lockdowns in the nation. You're right. You're right. So we don't. Yeah, we had like the. 30% capacity, yeah. 50% capacity. Yeah. Up until like, like May of 21 or
3: yeah, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, Cause yeah. Because that summer yes. is when it's hard to let up a bit. May, I remember May letting it up, letting up okay. a little okay. bit more. Okay. And then the south was definitely like more open than the north or like us. Yeah. You know, yeah. Around like February or and mm-hmm. then, even then. Um So yeah. Uh in those openings where they would have the capacity outdoor thing, we would get booked for gigs. Nice. And we would practice for those gigs.
0: Is that where your sawmill residency started? No, no. Oh, okay. Because no. the
2: gigs would get canceled because then it would close again.
0: Oh, yeah. we did go yeah. through that period yeah. of like the, of like yeah. the open and close. then closed. Yeah.
1: Open. open and closed. Yeah. 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 And yeah, every time somehow we just like landed on the date that would get closed on us. That's... It was just frustrating. Um, and during that time, I think we we were practicing for this show um so speaking of pandemic and coordination and changes like we were practicing pretty much regularly at this point like
2: yeah open garage as as long as the cases weren't like crazy yeah we were making those decisions yeah Yeah.
1: and um yeah there was a point where we like fell out of touch with our guitar players because they didn't like the music we were trying to play like bruno morris and pop stuff and they wanted to play more bluesy stuff because okay. guitar players you know yeah. and came to a head like had a couple fights about it you know and like so
0: for for people before you continue for people that yeah. only like just they know of the music but they're not, they don't have that like intimate knowledge like you sure, do sure, sure. in the guitar player's eyes what would turn them away from the more poppy things you're playing yeah. and then what they wanted to play
1: in, in pop music guitar definitely has less of a like a prominent role yeah like you're supporting the rhythm section yeah but you're not playing like blazing licks and solos all day and you know you're not always featured the vocalist is featured Mm -hmm. the, the groove is featured you know um i think that was a big and then the technical skills actually necessary to play pop music is actually higher than people think because you can't just be playing big chords like all these notes when i'm already covering this note and the piano player is covering this note Mm. and you know so now you're a little down to these two to fit the spectrum of sound that's happening And and so
0: is that why you you see like uh like what comes to mind for me when i first started playing guitar i would play like i was super into maroon five at the time yeah yeah so in maroon five is it's down to your like Uh, Like your 12th to your 17th fret. Yeah, or high up the strings. Yes, like real down here. Shit like that. You're playing around
1: what's already happening sonically. Right. Um, In blues, you can play whatever the hell you want. So, like, that's one factor. Like, rocking, like, that's one of the bigger differences, I think, with with this genre. Guitar is. It's not that it's not prominent and it can have its shining moments. But people actually. Yeah.
0: uh, Typically, the range of what you're having to do. With yeah. what you guys wanted to play, it's not as, as yeah. predominant to what they were going to play. Yeah, or what they're right. used to. What they're used to, yeah. right, yeah. right, right.
1: And so, practices became, like, really cold. Like, they hated me, personally. I, they hated me, because <laughs> at the time, there was no... Like, we all founded the band together, right? But somebody still had to be, like, the voice and say, this is the direction.
0: You know what that laugh told me? That told me they were messaging Tina on the side. Hey, fuck! No, me. Both absolutely, of them. Everyone absolutely.
2: Was. Oh no, or shit!
1: I was hated like, for like the first. Or like, like, fuck yeah. Jabez,
2: I remember, man. No, there's one practice I remember where Jabez was like, "Brian's not playing the notes. Can you speak up?" And I was like, "Yeah, she would I was all, was, "That doesn't really sound right, Brian." And I'm a drummer. Because if you said
0: something, <laughs> it, it would fall on deaf ears. But if you say something,
2: we should mute that. Who <laughs> Why did gives I say a fuck? You're
0: who, right. cares? <laughs> who cares who <laughs> cares yeah we're having fun who they cares? see
1: our names on the podcast they're not listening to this <laughs> true damn it's that bad huh <laughs> it was it was very bad it was, a, it was bad. a bad breakup it was a yeah, bad breakup it, and was. it was it was one of our major like trauma points as a band we're like dang that was really spicy like that was a very like heated like conversation like heated like fight like basically and the, mm-hmm. it came to a head at practice where this motherfucker yelled at me at practice and i was like the fuck are you yelling at me for you know like i wrote this song i know how the guitar goes and i said hey man like i think that's not the right chord i wrote the song and i said it in the nicest way i could like hey it's 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 an e it's an e flat nine not not that shape you know
0: i've been playing this fucking
1: song for months i've been playing like this da, 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 da. i was like Okay, it's gonna be like that, and then yeah. Well, practice- that's that's not the yeah.
0: issue of the situation. That's a built that's, up. That's boiled. Yeah.
1: that's so Yeah. Really it was boiled up. in. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. And 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 then this guy like messages me after practice and says like, okay, like if you sit down with me and like teach me the guitar, um, parts to this song, I'll sit down with you. It's like, no, fucker! Like you yelled at me at practice. Now you're gonna ask me for help? Yeah. I'm not gonna put up with that shit. You know, I like yeah. you because know I'd imagine if it was
0: a one off thing where he's <laughs> yeah. traditionally fine,
1: it's like, hey, what what's going on? Like why I, are you
0: acting like that? But if yeah. it's if it's built up animosity that's tangible, yeah, I'd imagine yeah. a part of you was probably waiting for that. Yeah. It's like when's the explosion moment gonna yeah. happen? I yeah.
1: Yeah. I felt I felt it coming too. Like. Yeah. This guy's mad at me, yeah. and then he was tight with the other guitar player, so they were both mad at me. Mm, yeah, and my frustration at that time was like, you know, I'm right, and why is nobody fucking standing up for me? You know, <laughs> <I> <laughs> why is nobody remember, saying anything? I just you know,
2: there was one song, I don't remember which one, where I was like, okay, I'm the drummer, dude, but. I know that's not <laughs> that's right. <laughs> like, that was Wrong the only chords. one because I, I couldn't tell. Fair for the enough, most you did Yeah, but, but I do remember it was like the Al Green yeah. song or something. Right. And I was like,
1: y'all are playing I don't some think Al this Green. Is right. The like, uh, let's stay together. Let's stay together. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, and yeah. they yeah. were yeah. trying
2: the piano thing on the guitar or right. something. And even no, now, they were like, just
1: like playing like like really weird tell, parts yeah. over it. And I was like, hey guys, like, did you learn the song? Like, that's not how the song goes, basically. Damn. Because I was never a dick. When I addressed things. Like, I was never... Yeah. You fucking losers. Learn your fucking right. parts. You know, I was never... I never... I never speak to anybody like that. You're professional. Yeah. yeah. I kept it... Even if you hated me, we were both... We're all still trying to do this thing together. So I don't have to be your best friend. But, but that's not going to last. It's obviously. True. But, like, right, look, like, I've never been in a fucking band. But it, I would imagine... Any social situation. Yeah, that you're you doing something to, together.
0: You need to have more than professional a professional whatever. capacity yeah. with yeah. each other you yeah. need to like fuck yeah. with each other yeah. hard right. in we a creative situation friends. absolutely
1: this there needs to be mutual respect in a lot of ways yeah
0: well it needs to be mutual yeah. love there right like yeah. more than respect yeah. I, there are people that i respect that i do not like fair you know what i mean yeah but fair fair I you couldn't work with the people. Yeah, some people you yeah, respect. yeah but i, I know i don't think there's anyone that i love that i don't respect yeah you know yeah, like you need that for a creative endeavor, especially for a fucking band. Right. And again, when you guys start going on your fucking world tours and shit, come on now, you gotta love those fucks you're finding PJs with and you're staying right. in because that's
1: brutal. Like, like you're spending yeah. the same all day long, yeah. Yeah. doing hard things together. You gotta like these people for sure. Yeah, and I know, and, and like it went to a head, and we basically like had this conversation over text where like, hey man, this three things are gonna happen. One like you practice your instrument and get better to like, I leave the band and like whatever. Or like, if you don't do that, you leave the band. Right. If, or so you leave,
0: you leaving was on the table.
1: Yeah. I put myself like, I'm going to leave the band or you're going to leave the band or you get better. And we work together better. Those were the three options. And he said, he said, I don't know, man, I don't think I'm willing to change anything so i don't know what to tell you Ooh. and he was the founder of the band so he felt like he had a lot of say in like who should stay in the band which was fair right like he founded the band too so i like had a conversation with tina and mike and like it's like dude this guy is really just fighting me over this like do you think i'm wrong right and i wasn't wrong
0: was that hard for you to be objective? and be um, like hey like
2: so for me it was hard because i did hang out with those guitars yeah, a bit yeah, yeah i did see his like flaws so i wasn't like totally turned turn like up over it but yeah. like the biggest thing for me was i didn't want to play blues or rock music <laughs> yeah, <she did>. yeah. <laughs> we and were I, on the same page knew, musically and i knew yeah. Jabez was a good musician so i was like why wouldn't i <laughs> yeah. you know you
1: just betrayed your friends for good music
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm just I, I cared about, oh, dude i cared about the music i was like oh. we can still be homies outside that is true me. that it, that was and, your stance and if yeah. they don't like yeah. if they aren't my friends after oh well like yeah. so they were there for I, ulterior reasons i just want to be in a band yeah. that i love like that yeah. was literally right. what i wanted yeah
1: yeah because yeah. you and me and mike had the same musical taste yeah and and i was trying to be democratic when we would create set lists we'd be like let's put no, a playlist together we would
2: try to pick from both genres and i remember yeah. i was and like vote we'd vote we over songs vote.
1: we're like all right like do you want the song to be on the set list and they i could see their faces like fuming that i was trying to do it democratically and because there was three of us that three liked of us like the, same, liked the songs. same songs it's just <laughs> just is just naturally gonna be the case like we that's how bands happen it's the taste has to be the same well, it was so. it was a
0: bad mold it was a bad it, mesh yeah. bad long, mesh long term I think
1: yeah. the indie, because we started as an indie band of just ragtag people. Oh, you play guitar, I play bass, blah, blah, blah. We didn't really address our, our tastes at that time. And then when the Mango Cakes thing started, we are like, whoa, we get to make decisions like this. Jonah's yeah. not here anymore. Like, we're making decisions for this band. What do we want to play? And you, Mike, and I are like, wow, we love this stuff. You yeah. Know? And like they were like not thrilled about Bruno Mars. They were not thrilled about Al Green. Yeah, they're thrilled about this, and I wasn't super thrilled about their picks either. No,
2: I so I I was not either. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> like, why
1: can you just do your own thing, you know? But yeah. it just had to boil into it, it boiled into a, an, an a situation, and and my fault was not addressing it sooner. Yeah, like I can look at that and be like, hey, man, like, cause we were friends. Like I was friends with those guys, you know, and I didn't wasn't mature enough to be like, I can feel that you hate me. Like, let's sit down and talk about this and figure out if we can figure it out. If not, then we don't.
0: Well, that's a human problem. you know. How, yeah. how many like romantic relationships have you been in where it's like, I know you don't like me right now, and yeah. I'm kind of feeling the same way too, yeah. but I don't want to say it because yeah. the sex is that good. Like, <laughs> I am not trying to fucking do this right now. So you're that's almost where, like performing with these guys. It's yeah, like, yeah. I know you don't like me and
1: fucking i don't like you that dude, much I but that performing, performing is I feel so like the much sex is fun. better after you have that conversation like we really do like each other and then I'm, I'm i'm gushy and mushy like that but i'm sorry
2: i just remember telling brian and austin i was like dude it's not working why are we forcing a music band to work yeah like why yeah. are we forcing this
1: because i think yeah. i think because it had been going already yeah and it's like hard to start again you know and um yeah, so it, it, like, and 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 so us three decided, like, okay, the decision is to part ways with them. Yeah. We need to have a conversation with them in person. Let's plan this out. Let's have a conversation, sit down. Like, hey, us three, we're on the same page. You two are not, you know? Yeah. Talk to them individually. And, like, we need to part ways. And so we plan to meet at Sawmill, Stupidous ironically, thing. at Sawmill. at So we're like, let's schedule in, him at three in o'clock. A, in a
0: public place with witnesses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. neutral place you know nobody's house uh, meet them at three and then meet the next one at four and there's just like dumbest such as, idea it was a, not in the a world. great idea you know it wasn't a great idea and my other yeah, idea like they're just best hear...
2: friends why would one agree to come at three and the other yeah, at four I, without
1: I, 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 I didn't want to yeah. say it but yeah it was dumb yeah, it not was a dumb. Good idea. and it got dumber okay so
2: <laughs> it, gets, yeah, it gets worse it got
1: dumber because I just knew that after we kicked them out that they would fuck with our socials in my head like i felt like there was just gonna be like ulterior motives like just still the
2: instagram still this like change the password
1: on instagram change the password on facebook we had enough we had some followers already from our practice videos and like i was like we need to change those passwords and take them off admin before we have this conversation Well, I didn't fucking think that it would notify them (laughs) (laughs) before the meeting. And so he finds out like that more Sunday morning and he just explodes on all of us. You know, it's like, oh, my God, I fucked up. Like I took responsibility for that. I like that wasn't smart. Like that, we should, you know. I don't know what would have been the right answer. See, like, you you gotta, you get, see, you should have had it. I
2: you're, guess it was YouTube. like as the meetings happen. the And you've got, room, and you've got yeah.
0: Tina in the back. It's already pre coded. Bro, hey, we're, we need to split ways.
1: And Tina goes, boop, boop, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> Imagine, dude, like, as soon as you get off the meeting, you see the notification, you're off admin, like, right after. Like, I don't know. Like, and so, and he was rightly incensed that, like, we didn't talk to him about that decision we where we had planned to talk about him to yeah. to him in person so of course they didn't want to meet in person anymore after that notification yeah it just fell apart really bad and so i learned a huge lesson as a leader like in that time like oh that's not how you fire someone like that's not how you should do that's that. an important lesson yeah. to learn yeah that's yeah. not how you do it they they deserve better than that like i like looking back i can i could say yeah. that and um no matter how bad they treated me like i apologize you know so um yeah. <laughs> it's it's it wasn't right but at the end of the day we were going to let go of them. Yeah. Regardless. There were the ceiling and that same day we we um that same Sunday, Sunday afternoon we um we audition Hugo our current guitar player. Nice. And I'd known Hugo since my worship Church worship days. Damn,
0: y'all broke up. You already had the rebound in place. Yeah, oh, basically. We already been
1: texting.
2: Was... <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure every time we've let someone go, it's been like there's that. There's
1: always a sub. There was always somebody in my. Someone already. in my. Yeah. I think he, after that,
0: for he, sure. He we were were like, oh, this is how we should do this. Yep. That's okay. the number one question you don't ask during a breakup: is Is there somebody else? Because you don't want that answer, as my, motherfucker. As my as my know. little brother says
2: you, you don't, don't buy know. new shoes without having your old ones still on. Ah! Ah! cool.
1: That hurts. Don't yeah.
0: tell
2: me that, Tina. Shout out, Gabe. <laughs> I love
0: you. You don't buy um, new shoes some... without having your old ones. To...
2: <laughs> yeah. Some and people just will, genuinely want to be alone, Tina,
0: Maybe I want my covers with holes in them. Motherfucker! <laughs> 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 Damn, that's cold as ice. Yeah. Anyway, so okay, so you get the new gu- you get the new guitars. You start building the new roster. Yeah. um was, so. What so? This was May of twenty twenty one. That so this, the guitarist dropped
2: out. This was like October twenty twenty.
1: Okay. Twenty twenty. Okay. Yes. October, so as yeah. you're
0: as so between October of twenty twenty and May 2020. of twenty one, you're building your new roster. Mm-hmm. Right. What does it look like compared to now?
1: It's like, a lot of this. The people you've you've seen. Okay. Yeah.
2: Because um, I think it around that time with the guitar switch, we also had a bit of a horn section switch up. Okay. Um,
1: and then we fired. So we fired them before the guitar players. So we fired our horn section through text, which another was another mistake. Because they cause were they, such good people. Yeah, they were good people. We really hurt them. Yeah. And we were. I didn't want to fire them. Everybody was like, fire them. I was like, I don't want it. They're so nice. It's like it's not about nice. They need to play right. Was there?
0: A, <laughs> was there? Okay, but was there a skill deficit?
1: There was a. Um, Commitment deficit. It, yeah, it was. It was more commitment.
2: Showing up and to practice. Then, start off. Like yeah, they hey, were also enough. like in a relationship, so it just felt like if one was missing, if one yeah, was missing, yeah. we didn't have horns, yeah. or like you didn't know if they were like missing because they were fighting, or oh, it was just one of those things scary. that we were unsure of, and yeah. like they wouldn't really answer in the group chat or anything. So yeah. it was just kind of like yeah, I just felt it in my gut that it was like
1: that's scary. Mm-hmm. I I I was like, you're the one who knows horns. I didn't know horns. There's no horns at church, you know, so. I was like, okay, if you guys think so, then I write the text, you know, and somehow like all this firing and all this like has to just become my job. <laughs> I mean, you're the <laughs> like, leader, the dude. emotional conversations. That if, are well if you're going to, if
0: you're going to yeah. make the, I'd imagine you've had a lot of positive conversations. About since, so if you're, then, yeah. if you're going to accept the positive, you're going to have to deal with the negative. Yeah. yeah you yeah, have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. That's just part of responsibility. Right. You got to do that.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I've embraced that, you know? Yeah. And, um, since jonah and like all the way to currently what's going on like it's it's been like hard conversation after hard conversation has formed this band and i think because of those hard conversation we've like because we were like the last two you know yeah and like that has just like steeled our like tolerance for behaviors and our like boundaries like we can sense things from miles away now like oh yeah. this guy's gigging so many times here what do you think they're about? Like, do you yeah. think they're still into this or not? Or like, should
2: we start considering someone else on this? And sh- like, it's yeah. literally like we could start sensing it. What so. are
0: the warning signs for this? Generally speaking, generally right? Speaking. There's a musician in your group. It's not really... Fucking n- with n- it. I, I, like, they're up to... <laughs> like, like, they've been yeah. meeting the standard, but now they're starting to slip. What are those yeah. early warning signs looking like?
2: It's like missing some of our bigger shows. Um, maybe showing up to rehearsal still, but like not... Having a clue of what's going on,
1: not prepared, not answering yeah, the not group prepared. chats,
2: or just like yeah. literally not showing, not participating. Up or yeah. yeah,
1: not being as excited about your ideas. It
2: doesn't happen as much as it used to. Like, yeah. but
1: but there's like the can sense slow. It, yeah, well, like,
2: it's a slow. You could feel it. Cause you, you can
1: see them playing with others more consistently and see them like. I was gonna say to about the excitement more, right? part of it. Yeah. That's
0: got to be relative. But I would imagine if yeah. it's like not. Not excitement about ideas, but, like, their overall enthusiasm for being with the group is starting to yeah. drop outside of the normal, like, hey, he, this person had a bad day, having a rough week, whatever, Is yeah. that yeah. happens, you yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah, And it's but it's
1: not, like, a one-week thing. Yeah. It's never, no, I mean, like... It's over the
0: course yeah. this is of like, months. Uh, yeah. Yes, oh, months. Yes. Months like, up to a year where yeah. it's, like, hey, oh,
1: absolutely. dude, it's like, not, what's up? Our fuse is very long. Like, yeah. It's, like... Well, you gotta be and stuff like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And... Like I genuinely love everybody that has been through this band, yeah. And like, most of the time the the firing has because has been because this is not pushing the band forward. It's yeah. never been like I fucking hate your guts. Yeah. It, it eventually boils down to that sometimes, you know. <laughs> but like, at the the core of it all is like you're not. Are we you a
2: net meaning, positive to yeah. this project? Yeah, you're there's not, people that yeah. are putting in way more effort. Yeah. So, and it's a personal thing. It's personal. Yeah.
1: This is we've grown this for years. It's yeah. personal. You
2: and know? I, I think we've said that too. It's like, hey, we're giving this our all, and you're not. But that's okay. Like we still love you, but we need someone else who could give it their all. You yeah. Know? Yeah. More. To me, it's not. And, per- yeah,
0: and I would imagine just gonna throw this out there i would imagine that as the popularity has grown there are people that are like hey they got a lot of motherfuckers they got room for one more yep i'll bet there oh, are people I, that hit y'all and that's that. up that's
2: yeah. the that's the other thing i think we both realized is like at first i felt like we were like with insecure the yeah we were like we need so everyone insecure. who will agree to come to yeah, a practice yeah, yeah. but yeah. now it's like mm. i don't really get worried because it's i know i could ask pretty much any musician and yeah they'll be pretty hyped that i even asked yeah. you know so there's a build-up there's been a build-up yeah. in
1: our in our trajectory enough to have like kind of some wiggle room about about it and like there's more to be excited about too if you're new right if you are if you've been here for a while like there's been more things to be excited about than if you're starting from ground zero and there's no history there's no yeah memories together like of course it it gets tighter over time yeah That's every band's story right like yes. there's always the growing pains and then you're like see if you believe.
0: <laughs> so when did Danny come into the picture?
1: Oh, yeah. So that happened As last year. Next, last yeah. year in May. So that was the last firing. That, that was our happened.
2: last big breakup, yeah.
1: Um, and, yeah, and that was hard because, again, Mike was a founder yeah. of the band. And Frontman, um, you know. And Frontman. And we'd been playing for a year and a half already. So everybody has seen us with him. and
2: The band has already grown decently.
1: Yeah. And... People knew us, and people knew him as the singer, and so that was a big risk to take. Um, And there's some things that I can't talk about. No, I don't expect. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, No, you don't have to about what happened. Yeah, but it came to a point where we were like, "Hey, again, the warning signs happened months before." Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was harder. It's harder to hold the same like rope for your front man than a horn player, right? Like, it's harder to find. It, you, you're, you're going to be more forgiving of yeah. certain behaviors.
0: But at the same time, if you maintain yeah. that standard for everybody.
1: it And then you feel the discrepancy where like, oh, yeah. how come he gets to do this? Like, consistency and, is yeah. key. Yeah. Consistency like, that is was,
0: key. Yeah. I, I left it out of my bit because I, I, I had a up bit about the Lizzo situation. Cause I don't know if you guys have seen the fucking... Yeah, I heard the, about that. Well, the yeah, girls yeah. that are on the, the dancing show with her. I heard about have you see Have you seen the dancers that are with her on that show? Uh-uh. It's basically 10 other Lizzo's that are dancing with Lizzo. Oh, okay. And that's so part of... I, I didn't put it in my bit, but one of the ideas I has like, there's basically... You basically got 10 other Lizzo's mm. dancing with Lizzo. I'm sure there's a power struggle there. Like, huh. why does she get to do it and I don't get to do it? We <laughs> look the same. I have the I sa- feel- as much, if not more, skill. Yeah. And, well, and
1: at that point... In the business, like it's not skill. Anymore. Yeah. It's well, no, like, it's it's fame and shit yeah, like that. It yeah. breaks. But my my stupid yeah. joke was like, yeah, there's a reason that all the planets aren't the
0: same size. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking the gravitational pull is gonna fuck up that whole system.
1: Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. But anyway, and, and plans develop certain ways, right? Yeah. So, anyways, um, I don't know what what were we were talking about. So yeah, so my, Diane, Dan, yeah, Dan, yeah. Dan. So, um, we we got to the point where like, uh, there was a lot of like. I'm leaving you guys because I can't play with you guys anymore, and we're like, oh no, he's leaving us. You know, we have one more gig together, and then play that gig together. And he was like, oh, I still love you guys. I Just need a break. You know, I just need a break from this. I need to make money. It's like, and again, oh,
0: and I'm again, ashamed. you don't need to give details, yeah, but yeah. looking back on it, do you think it was a bit of burnout? Do you think it was a lot of? I don't know.
1: <laughs>
0: you know, it just happened.
2: It
1: just happened. I just, yeah. I just, I just. It's I think pretty we just natural apart. progression. Yeah, yeah, and I think there was also again resentment building over time happens i'll just Um. say
2: this again because i haven't talked to him in a little bit but we've been very good friends like since i met him um so there's no like hate between us but i remember like the most devastating thing like again i said i just wanted to be in a cool band playing shows i remember like because we all share a google calendar and i just remember he blocked out like all the summer month weekends Mm -hmm. and i was like well shit like i don't get to play any shows this summer with my band that just killed it last summer. Yeah. Like, this is gonna be Yeah. Awful. I was like so torn about that. Yeah. And so that was like one of my I, factors that I was. Every like,
1: weekend was booked out that I was for like, another like Yeah, for,
2: he was out on the calendar, which means he couldn't But he couldn't play we couldn't right. play a show. Yeah. You know? And I was so sad. Yeah. Like
1: Oof. And and we had like Tina and I like have been the schemers for the most part of this crew. And like we got, came. To I a,
0: wouldn't say schemers, man. Y'all are planners. You're right, that, that that's <laughs> what <laughs> no, we call yeah. planners. We call yeah. it yeah. scheming. Yeah,
1: because it happens late at night and you can't <laughs> you <notice> yeah, <laughs> and it, under candlelight. You know, yeah, like, no, schemers for the government, bro. You are planners <laughs> and movers. We're so hackers. we, we plan things, right? And um, we I think we got to the point where we we're like, do we keep playing corporate cover gigs and like play casinos and play weddings, or do we write our own music and be famous for our own music? Some real shit. Yeah, because we a were a bigger at this. risk. We were good at this. We were making money. Yeah, you know? that's a, uh, a bigger risk, but yeah. yeah. And we're like, if we do this route, if we could take this other route, either way, like we need to all buckle down and get better at our yeah at our thing. This whole thing, like level up even more. And we had individual conversations with the band, and like, hey, this is what we want to do. Are you in? You know, and everybody was in. Everybody said they were in. Right. Right. And, and for that to happen where we're like, oh, you said you're in, but then all of summer is booked out. Like, why does that? That doesn't, it's not congruent. Right. You know? yeah.
0: When iron meets metal, it's like, hey, why mm-hmm. is this shit not forming? Yeah. Why is it
1: not lining up, right? No. Why are your words not matching your actions? Yeah. Eh, it's as basic as that. And so it came to a head. And then, like, there was just, like, one moment, like, just, like, the, just the moment where it was just, like, this is unacceptable behavior. We need to talk to you about this, about okay. what you yeah. just did. Yeah. And but You're like, our front man. You're a front man. Like, this is not okay that you did what you did. Can we talk to you right after practice? Can we talk? Can we talk to you? And, like, when we brought up the issue, he got really angry and just walked out of the conversation. Damn, that's and, sad. And... It's like, hey, man, don't walk out of this conversation.
0: I was going to say, like, yeah, that's obviously very immature and unprofessional. But at the end of the day, I mean, y'all built, built that bond, built that's, that relationship. The three of us. That's got to be sad. It
1: was. Like, that's to be. Yeah, it like, was. I, that's why I was like, please don't walk out of this conversation. Yeah. Because right? I was like, if you walk out of this conversation, this could be the end. Yeah. You know?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And Tina and I were, like, we're like excited because everybody's on board. Da, 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 da. And then one Sunday, it was just like, Tina, this happened. And she was like, Fuck. We need to talk about this. And Monday hits practice, yeah. and we're like, so. after practice, you know.
2: And I was like, Let's nice. Let's get through practice. Yeah. Let's get through practice. And it was the week, so we had our. Oh, yeah. We had our first year anniversary show. Mm, so like we were, cel- we were celebrating like one year since like the sawmill starting, basically. Yeah. And we, were, it was like us and red light, so we were all hyped for our little one year anniversary show that we were doing. Inside and out. That was you know. the rehearsal for it. Yeah. And
1: yeah, uh, and, yeah. and that was the rehearsal. It all blew up. And we had kept this from the rest of the band because we just like didn't want them to be dragged around by the drama because that was this core group issue. So how many
0: with how many members were there
1: at that point? Already nine. Already nine. Uh, Yeah, everyone. was there. And I
2: remember we took him outside and like everyone was still in the garage and like they they obviously heard the explosion. (laughs) Didn't know like what the
3: explosion
2: was. was The trumpet. Hey you (laughs) (laughs) motherfucker. Yo mama. it was hard man
1: it was a hard time yeah and 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 like at the end of the day he he quit yeah because that action shows you're not interested in accountability and i remember that person saying like fuck you go find another singer in his anger Mm -hmm. and that's like just not how we handle things you know and and we've always handled things with integrity as much as we can and Like, I I have my low days, but I could never, I would never do that to Tina, you know. I would, if it was serious, that serious, and it was very serious. You ask anybody, like, that knows, it was a serious issue. Yeah. And you don't do that, you know. Yeah. And at that point, because of all the months of, like, is this guy on board or not, da-da-da-da, like, that was, like, the culmination of all that drama. And, like, we're like, well, he's the one who left us. Now we really are going to have to figure this out, yeah. you know. And the first thing we did was like talk to every band member like, "Hey guys." Like
2: We even had like I remember we had like a random like emergency band meeting that week. No. Oh. Everyone no. came over so, to the backyard like. Right. right. That late. was after
1: this though. Remember when was after it? that whole situation we you talked to a certain group of the band and I talked to certain Band oh, separately. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I that night. I took our trombone player Aiden home, and like she talked to Nick and Jeremiah. And
2: like who? Yeah, Google. people like hung back because they heard the explosion. Yeah, so, like hey, yeah.
0: Hey, listen, man. Uh, <laughs> Mom and Dad are gonna
1: spend a little bit. of time. Yeah. Hey, buddy. <laughs> sorry. Dude, I remember
2: this, <laughs> this. two Christmas years. this so, is when the scheming went into full. Yeah.
1: We were like Tina got Tina and I got closer. Even no more it after was that. like 1
2: a.m that yeah. night i remember you called Cause... me and you're like dude me and aiden talked i'm like really me and some of the other boys talked and we all had the same conversation and we were like like
1: they all don't want to work with him we
2: have to we have to do it we have to figure it out yeah
1: and in our ignorance like we try to hold on to to a less than committed person because we didn't want the rest of the crew to leave if they saw the vocalist leave, they would be like, "Oh, this is over." Right? That tends
0: to be like when yeah. it's like this is a this might be a horrible analogy, but yeah. it's like when I see like an old shirt yeah. and you have the one string coming out, and you it's think, "Oh, let's just be the one string." I just rip it, and you end up un- untethering the whole. Yeah. The whole had no shit. idea. Yes, yeah. we didn't
1: know how it was going to affect everyone, yeah. and um and somehow everybody was united in the in the in the feeling of that was the right decision.
2: This change like, has to yeah
1: yeah. It's like we actually don't want to work yeah. um, with them. And I was I think, shocked. I, I was like, whoa, guys. like, I think
0: that speaks to you guys. Yeah. You know, as because again, I'm not there. I didn't know, yeah. but I would imagine as that person starts to just like, again, just like a fucking romantic relationship. Yeah. As that person starts to detach, that other person has to step up. And that, yeah. and in your case, it was you two. Yeah. So y'all step up, you're helping lead the band, whether it's consciously or subconsciously. Yeah. And other people are seeing that. Yeah. it's like, okay, they're yeah. taking the reins a little more than maybe this other guy yeah. is. What's going on? We don't know. Whatever. So when it comes to a head, it's like, okay, yeah, these guys still care. Yeah. It fucking sucks losing a front man. Right. Not yeah. not lowering <laughs> your that. friend. Like Yeah. Like yeah. not not lowering that. Not to, not downplaying that. Yeah. But they probably saw you guys like, okay, they're actually now they're actually about it. Like we yeah. Whether or not they, whether or not they like, recognize that beforehand. Yeah. Definitely after that, say, okay, sure. these are the people. <laughs> right. Okay, we can that, we can get definitely. behind these guys as leaders now. Yeah. For sure. Like, there's no question. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think that was the shift that happened. That after that was. And,
0: and what was the time period between that incident and then Danny coming in? Two
2: days. Damn. No, this like was like I said <laughs> that Inside Out show was in it, like the four show days.
1: still had. to Oh go, yeah, I was man. gonna say. So <laughs> did
0: Danny sing that?
1: Yeah. So, oh, shit. It was like a secret audition for our next That's singers a fucking we, christening right there. No, tell,
2: yeah, we got to talk about how that show went.
1: So, you know, that whole thing happened on Monday. And like Tuesday morning, I start reaching out to singers because we still wanted to play the show. And there was no way we are not going to play our first year anniversary, right? Yeah. So I reached out to different singers. There was a, So I, I, I,
0: yeah. I hate to ask, but I have to. Was there ever any like conversation or any question of like, hey, I get... This isn't going to happen anymore to, to your front men that left. But like, hey, buck up and do the show and then leave? Or was that oh, no. out of the question? Uh-uh. It was like, yeah. yeah. I feel okay. like we, were the, not,
1: we were not putting up with that. Okay,
2: the explosion fair enough. was just that crazy. Like, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Too. Yeah,
0: okay. Yeah. So <laughs> you have five days to scramble. Yeah, four <laughs> days. Four days. Okay, you have four days to scramble and you find or you yeah. land on Danny. So, I have to no.
2: shout out, yeah, I have to shout out Lorenzo yes because he came in nighttime drive yes yes okay yeah nighttime drive lj the kid lorenzo yes he literally came to the rehearsals helped out every one of our guest singers wait wait he doesn't
1: know all that stuff right you gotta you gotta build up to how how do
2: i say this (laughs) (laughs) so
1: we don't have a singer and so we reach out to singers
2: yes and lorenzo
1: was definitely like hey man like
2: he's gonna make it happen yeah can
1: you sing for us on friday because you know the songs, he's seen us play for the last couple of years. He's been around the band a lot, and um, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll do it." Because he saw heard of the drama, he heard all of that happened. Yeah, I reach out to um, Amanda Michonne from Red Light Cameras. It's like we're sharing the bill. Do you want to sing a song with us or two? She says yes. You know, we've met we met Danny at an Dan. open mic, and we're like, "Let's let's hit up Dan," because we've always been curious about.
2: yeah
1: we always talked about this guy can sing yeah let's call him so fuck yeah he
0: can yeah i'm jealous of that dude (laughs) not gonna lie
1: (laughs) he's a great singer and i was like watching his instagrams like yeah he he would be a different sound for sure but he has the charisma he's our age like he he can sing
0: he has the look of you guys too right i gotta say he He
1: fits so very well very well yeah and um and at that time, we only had one singer, right? And so we, we sing, uh, call all these other singers to sing. We rehearse everybody on a Wednesday. And, like, I think Wednesday was when the spirits just lifted. It was like, so fun. It was, like, Monday, drama. Tuesday, oh, the hangover from the drama. Anxiety. And yeah. Anxiety, getting everybody to say yes to sing with us. Wednesday, hey, let's rehearse. And... One by one, these singers would come in, would rehearse two so, yeah. songs, and it was like, whoa! And these people were happy to be in our space,
2: and like the singers yeah. were like watching each other perform their songs, and like Lorenzo yeah. was like helping them out. Like yeah. it was so cool.
1: Yeah, cool. and so the energy that you currently see now on stage, like it was born on it, that. It's curated like that, out of that night, of that Wednesday. Yeah, right? like that Wednesday where like the f- the, the the you know jesus rose again <laughs> like, <feeling. laughs> it was like the, third day, the third day on the third day the mango cakes rose again that's like beautiful um uh yeah these singers came in and they were happy to be there and that's I, what i remember feeling was they were happy to be in that space with us and they were prepared and i had not ex- felt that for a long time and and because of their excitement and because they were new all of us were like we gotta show out for these people because they love this. We need to love this too, you know? And so every song was like, play our ass off for them. And like, bass sang their ass off for us. And so Friday came and like, success. You know, it was a beautiful show. Um, you know, we, we said our goodbye in the middle of that week officially on Instagram and like, you know, told everybody that that that, that, that was the situation. Not the, the details. Yeah, but, but it's like, but hey, the, hey he's a tr- not singing with us. A transition
0: anymore. of power here. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. If, well, you know what I mean. Fair enough, like, fair like we're right, right. yeah regime
1: change. Yeah, yes. regime change. That's yeah, a better fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So that what happened on Friday, and Lorenzo sang most of the songs that night. Like he became the the front man for that night for okay. us, and because he knew us already. And he would never sing for us, like because he has his own project, and I totally respect it, and that's what he wants to do. Yeah. Um, but for that night, he was a mango cake, <laughs> and I was like, I would rather yeah like he's the person to do this and then ease in people to come up and like
0: when did you guys solidify danny
1: after that so that's after awesome. that show we were like this might be the guy that's let's, cool let's have lunch with him and like and see and audition him
0: like the fucking mob or what you say hey listen man you hey, gonna listen, come and play some music you to get gonna, some sushi you want a pinky <laughs> ring like this you gotta play a couple of songs Hey, bring the gabagoo, You know, <laughs> I've seen two and a half seasons of Sopranos. Okay, Basically I am ha- Italian. Is what
1: happened. <laughs> we had sushi though. Um, we did have sushi. We had sushi. Yeah. And yeah. Dan was uh, since the beginning. Dan has always been eager, eager like, pro- like he's always been eager to learn. Very humble. Always humble. Very humble. And like, and talented. So like mm-hmm. all the, the what else could you ask for? You know? Yeah, for real. He was very raw. I would say that. Like he was very raw and like he's never performed 3-hour sets before. He's not sang a lot of the top 40 songs that we we perform. So there was a learning curve.
0: I saw you guys not to like completely flash forward, but I saw that you guys are doing that fucking Barbie song on Saturday. <laughs> Maybe. Good yes. Fucking good luck with that. That is such an intricate fuck... I don't even fuck with Dua Lipa, but that's such an intricate fucking song.
1: To me, to the yeah, un- to yeah. the untrained ear, yeah, I'm like... We just... Have just, fun! Yeah, it's, it's not Man. even the best song on the set list. Ooh, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, fuck you, Dua Lipa. <laughs> no, i just kidding, you're pretty. I'm just kidding, you're pretty. <laughs> I love her songs. Like, it's very catchy. Um, um, but it, we love her songs, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, anyways, anyways, Danny... Yeah. yeah, Danny, we auditioned in, like, you know... Who else? Like, who else were we gonna call? And yeah. so, it made sense. Like, this is this guy got everything. We just need to develop him. You know? Yeah, we, just we need to get really strategized.
2: And he was
0: yeah. open to interpretation, and he was he was willing to learn. Yeah, yes, that's awesome. That's yes. and that's rare to find today. Like for real. Like from no matter a talented
1: person. Like no matter. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah.
0: Oh oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking sure. But it's from yeah. people in general. Yeah. Like whether you're in like a entertainment creative space, you're in a professional like corporate you know yeah. at the very like, nine to five to space it's it's hard to find people that are teachable and then yeah. and it that that quality deteriorates as time goes on right the older the old, somebody gets the more stuck either like oh on, he's 16. just 50 he's 60 years old he's stuck in his ways yeah i never want to be that guy like I have, I have morals and I have like my ethics, right? Yeah, but yeah. I'm my ideas. I'm not married to any of my it can, ideas. It can change. Yeah, I want to get proven wrong. Sure. I would. I don't want to ever be the smartest guy in the room.
1: Yeah.
0: On principle, like right. ever. So to find Absolutely. someone like that that's willing to like open enough to work with you, yeah. confident enough to be with you, confident too, but humble enough to learn, like that's a blessing. Yeah. That right. that is an absolute fucking blessing.
1: Yeah. And we hadn't, we didn't know who Dan was. Like we just had seen his Instagram. We saw him once at an open mic. We didn't really know him as a person before sa- asking him to come sing. And as, I think as we had the lunch, like it was very apparent that he was all those qualities. Like awesome. it was starting to, to show. So and, cute. Yeah, and then <laughs> and moment. what's crazy was <laughs> we, moment. Yeah, and what was crazy was we had two major Sandia Casino gigs next month. Mm.
2: Yeah. And like, like those are
1: three hour sets. So you gotta learn song after song after song after song. Cause like yeah. you're paying for three hours, you know.
0: So if if you can't answer this at all or answer it in parts, I understand. So at the time that you guys brought Danny into the band, was he married?
1: He's not married.
0: I thought he was married.
1: He has a long term partner.
0: Oh, I thought they were married. Okay. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> um anyway, so so sorry, sorry. Uh, the the mango manager is amazing, and regardless of their relationship status, she's awesome. So yes, I gotta say that was so funny to me when I was getting you guys booked. Um, oh, the manager. Be, thing. Yeah, because not only I can say this now because we're homies, yeah, yeah, and this is the second like mango appearance on the phone. When I first spoke to your manager, do you know how fucking drunk I was? <laughs> I was. Fucking slammed! Oh my god! I was so and and so because ha- <laughs> yeah, well, because what happened was I had seen um, launchpad right? Yeah, i was and at launchpad. Pad. Yeah, and I saw because I I watched the the slums play, and Toby was like, "Hey, um, you gotta watch the mangoes. Have you seen them play?" Toby said that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Toby was like, "Have right. you seen the mangoes play?" And I was like, "No." And I was like, "Okay." Well, we're hopping over from Inside Out to Launchpad. And I love you need those guys, man. you need to come with us. Yeah. And I was like, okay, we'll see. I got to yeah, take my because I, I, I was with my I was, I was with I was with my ex at <laughs> the time, and I was like, I got to take her home. She has to work in the morning. Yeah, yeah. We'll see if I come back.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: so they're like, okay. I'm like, oh, yeah. We'll fucking still be a yeah. dick. We'll see. <laughs> so because she lives like five minutes away. Okay. So I went. I took her home. And then I came back and I, and I remember, you came I, back. You came back. yeah, I came back. I remember texting Toby. I was, and I was sober at this point. I remember texting Toby and I was like, these guys better be fucking good because it's past my bedtime. <laughs> so yeah, these guys better be fucking good. I
1: love when people come in like that, dude. Yeah.
0: I love that. So yes. I, so I come in and I start drinking and you guys got on and I was, what caught my eye or my ears first was Josie. Holy fuck. And we'll get to when she came into the band for sure, but yeah. holy shit. Right. And then just your whole production and the fucking horns and the drums, just everything was yeah. fucking wild. I was like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. So anyway, the night goes on, y'all. And I came at the beginning of your set. Mm. So I was going back and forth with a few drinks. Yeah. And I wasn't like falling over myself, yeah. but <laughs> I was barely having a conversation <laughs> without being like, hey, how's it going? My name is, Lo-, you this know That's why we sounded great. Yeah, (laughs) I wouldn't say that. Y'all sounded amazing either way, man. Uh, But anyway, anyway, so see, I can't remember all all the intricacies of that moment. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) but I remember going up to your table Mm. because I was with Leroy, Toby,
3: Mm.
0: and maybe Nevin was there. Okay, but I remember, and I, 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 and obviously because she was at the front of the band, I recognized Josie. Right. And I was, and someone, I think it was Leroy, because that dude always fucking like middleman shouts me out when we're in public. He's the yeah. shit. I love that guy. He told Josie, I guess, hey, Noah runs a podcast. You should go on. Mm. And he had come up to me. He was like, you should get the mango cakes on your podcast. And I was like, okay. <laughs> that would be, they're so talented. I'd love to. Because I was <laughs> like, because like I see, especially I didn't know you guys at the time. Like, I see talented people on stage, and I'm like, they'll never come on. Okay, whatever. I'm here to enjoy music. That's fine. I'm not here for business or, like, for, you know, networking. So he had told me that, and I was like, okay. So I went to Josie, because I had recognized her. And I was like... I tried to pull it together. I'm sure yeah. I looked sloppy as shit. I'm <laughs> sure. And I was like, hey, I would love to fucking have you on the podcast. And she goes, oh, that'd be awesome, but I have a manager. So that, and she introduced me to the manager. And she's like, hey, if you want to do any booking or anything, um, we have to go through our manager now. And I was like, sounds good. <laughs> hey,
3: <laughs> my
0: name's oh, Noah.
1: <laughs> I love that, dude.
0: And she was oh, so nice. God. Yeah, she, was she was so, so nice, nice to me so nice. and she was like, Yeah, all I remember is like, yeah, um, let me know tomorrow or Monday because it was a Saturday night, you yeah. know. Hey, let me know tomorrow or Monday, we'll set up a date, and da-da-da-da. and yeah. I was like, Sounds good. And I piled into their or the slums car and we ended up Go. going. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. That's how we ended up here. Yeah, and so but then the next morning it kind of like echoes of it or in my head. Yeah. Like, oh no. I act I'm sure I acted like an asshole. <laughs> oh no. I cause I get if I get too yeah. like drunk in public, I wake up the next morning insecure as shit. For like what did I do? Yeah, for like 24 hours. Even around my friends. Yeah. I'm like, oh fuck. Did I make an ass out of myself? Did I say something stupid? I'm a loud person by nature. So it's like, was I too loud in public? Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. Know, I that is how my anxiety runs, right?
1: Fair enough.
0: But I get a message from uh, the, from y'all's manager, and she's like, "Hey, if you still want to have him on, let me know. We can do it." I was like, "Oh thank God! Oh thank God! You didn't bring <laughs> any bridges." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, That's funny. Yeah, great, great. That was a great show. Holy shit! Um, anyway, so Danny comes onto the production. He's doing well. He's very teachable. He's willing to learn. He's extremely likable, charismatic. Yeah, you guys are playing all these casino shows. The charisma wasn't there yet. Interesting. That
1: was that was one of the things that we coached out of. How Not we actually? So there's another story here. But I was gonna say, how do you teach somebody charisma? By making them sing next to Amanda Michonne <laughs> for a whole summer. For
2: a whole summer, yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> shit. so that's what he was referencing during the last episode about her coaching him and helping him yes. out. Yes. So that'll that's like that's called yeah. a swift kick in the ass from her. Mm-hmm. Holy yes.
1: shit! So the the biggest thing that just just like blew my mind at that time was i i hit up amanda and at this point amanda and i like we're filipino musicians in the music scene like there's a there's always like an immediate camaraderie with with that like just coming that's, from that's the cool same, the same culture yeah and i've always respected her and um red light cameras mag kim their guitar player the yeah. big korean guy yeah yeah um his wife was a co-worker of mine in immigration law so i've heard of amanda albuquerque and, is yeah too fucking one small. person away and like her, his wife was like one of my best co-workers friends ever, you know, so I like have heard of red lights and like Like shyly like reach out to me and like hey, Amanda, I just want to let you know Like we're parting ways with our vocalist and can you sing on on Friday, you know And everybody I think the horns and definitely my friend aiden the trombone player who's like You need to get her to sing for us this summer and Tina and I hadn't considered like two singers At that time because we just were replacing one singer
0: had you seen right. the red lights live? Yeah, at that point, okay. Yeah,
1: I'd yeah, seen yeah. them live. Okay, and obviously that that you know that feeling of watching them live, it's, the energy is palpable, palpable. Yeah, and it's like she's a monster, and this is a big ask, but we'll try. Yeah. You know, hey, props to you guys for yeah. doing it. Yeah. And that's I mean,
0: that's why I stayed away for a while, because I, did, I didn't ask her to come. I, I asked the red light cameras a, a, a few months ago, mm-hmm. and we were, like, talking about it, but it never really happened. So I, I, so I, stopped, I didn't want to be that guy Fair that enough. pesters, Fair. you know? But I, I mean, I told her on the podcast. I yeah. told her off the camera. I was like, I wasn't going to ask you yet. Yeah. I was going to wait, because you're fucking, you're yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the thing with Amanda is, like, what I really respect about her, because she, she knows what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. And she she does what she says she'll do. You know, and so when she said, like, I'll sing for you on Friday, it's like, we got to be ready for this. She's very <laughs> you know? uh, direction oriented. Yeah. yeah. And she doesn't waste anybody's time, you know, yeah. and we don't want to waste her time. And yeah. of course, from somebody that, that's like legendary like that in the scene, like, you got to respect that time, too, you know. Yes. And so there was a lot of mutual, like, respect and love and, like we could hang with like oh she can sing and be performing on stage but we could we were not cloud in our instruments either like we were putting on a show instrumentally i was going to say so to catch yeah. to
0: catch everybody up she plays for your show at the 1 year anniversary at the 1 year anniversary 1 year into being what you guys are as a
1: group yes, okay 1 year um 1 year into playing as a yeah group. as a, yeah, yeah playing yeah, as a group yeah. right yeah the covid was that weird year yeah and Right, so yeah. um she says yes, and then we we felt like, whoa, she's a great fit. Like she also could hang with, like that would be great if she could somehow sing for us. And so we, I just asked, like, hey, do you want to sing for us? And she said, let me think about it, and she's like, whoa, she's thinking about yeah. it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Tina, how did you feel about that whole transition with Amanda and stuff? I just remember, remember.
2: I remember a lot of coffee meetings. Like she was very clear on everything of like yeah. what she expected from us. Yeah. Of that you know, it's f- of, of her, continue, continue, yeah, of yeah. her being like hyped on certain decisions we were making. Yeah. She was always very honest with like how Dan was doing, which was always good. Yeah. Um, no, she was like brutally honest, which yeah. which I loved about everything. So off about ca- what she was thinking, yeah.
0: So off camera, uh, after we wrapped the podcast, me and her were talking for a little bit, and she had brought up how she almost sang for you guys. Yeah. And we didn't yeah. go into like amazing detail about yeah. it because she was on her way out. It was like, fucking – she left at like I think 9.30 at night, 9.15 at night. Um, but, yeah, she was t- telling me. And I was shocked. I didn't know that. I know she almost sang for you guys. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Well, she, And she, she, was, she was like, me. yeah, we had a good conversation. And we were – and I was very honest about what we were going to do and what yeah. it might look like. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, but I'm so happy with what they're doing now. And Josie's the shit. And Danny's awesome. And yeah. I was like, everything like wow yeah amanda almost went with the mango cakes
1: and it happened for a summer like she was actually on stage with us yeah yeah yeah. um but it it was like a permanent basis type shit As a permanent fixture yeah Yeah. it wasn't it wasn't the case yet yeah that was a that was like a like let's do this and i she was like the red light hammers are my baby and that's they're gonna take priority right and we were like absolutely
0: and yeah. You know, after hearing everything you've told me up to this point, I would imagine that because she's she's been doing it for so long. She's a professional. She's a businesswoman, that type of shit. So with everything you guys have gone through as a band, as a duo at that point, you know, with those hard leadership conversations, um, the, the members that have either left the band cordially or a bad breakup – you now have enough callous and enough experience on you business-wise to hold your own in a conversation with somebody like that. Yes. Because you, you, you go into that conversation green,
3: mm-hmm.
0: you're like, whoa, what are you – It's a waste of everybody's about? time. It's like, I don't even know what she's talking about. What's this yeah. demeanor? What yeah. is this – So that's interesting how that all yeah. evolved for you no, guys. I yeah.
2: even remember like one of those conversations. He was like, I want to do the shows, but I'm not going to the casinos with you guys. So that was another like, mm-hmm. okay – how can we keep bringing Dan to the casino, but also putting him around experienced (laughs) vets that he'll still be learning from? Yeah. And, like, so it was just kind of, like, the whole summer was...
1: The whole summer was coaching Dan into into being a a cake and uh, (laughs) baking. We were baking Dan. He's baking the cake! (laughs) We were baking Dan. And, you know, he had the raw ingredients, and, like, we are like, let's come together, get more chemistry. And I think, yeah, I think him being in front of, with uh, Amanda, with Paul Palmer and... Christina uh, Christina Leeper yeah. for the casino shows for the corporate shows. Like we had a wedding, right? That yeah, Mario, Mario Coleman, Mario. who's am- amazing, who lives in Dallas now, but amazing vocalist and performer. Like monstrous, man. Like you just watch if he performs. I'll show you a video at some point. Yeah. Um he got to see those guys, you know, and like like we were very clear was like, "Dan, you can do that. You'll be able to do that, and I want you to start working towards that." your vocals are there. We just need the, the energy, the presence, the presence of being the front person. And he was like, yes, cool. All right. I'll try. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Huh, it's that's the, cool. The, you it's know, the, like always the
0: willingness to learn <laughs> cannot be valued enough. Yeah.
1: And he, he yeah. he's failed a couple of times where he like felt that was awkward or maybe like that. It was like, and he always like, cool, let's do it again. And he'll just get better the next time. And oh, that's what sure. I've always like. That's, a quality in this crew that's like we're not there's always somebody better than you you said this in with amanda like always there's another band better than the mango cakes always you know yeah. but we're always like when we face things in front of us that we need to face we we always say we're gonna do the best we can when we're tackling this one thing in, some, in front of us as good as we can and then figure out the rest later right yep. and we've always done well and that's where, why we've gotten this far you know and um yeah, and so Dan has that quality. For sure. That's like, I fucked up those lyrics. Let's do it again in the next show. Like, you got it. You got it. You got it. You know.
0: So Dan becomes a staple. <laughs> Bandit. Mm-hmm. How long is he in the band until a Josie conversation comes up?
1: So Josie, that's the story.
2: Yeah, I've. I feel like we only had one show alone with Dan, as Dan is the only front man do you, you remember, remember
1: that? the shows better than me i don't amanda, remember shows amanda's birthday so show amanda's birthday oh, show dancing
2: alone i
1: remember that did did the didn't um paul did polymer and jessica sing with us
2: that night that was a different that's show that's a different show okay yeah anyways
1: okay that's why you're the captain that's why she remembers all those <laughs> details only. i don't know how
2: and then we because we loved having amanda so we still wanted like that female presence i think mm-hmm. um and, and I, I'd, yeah.
1: And Amanda had to stop singing, for various reasons at that point. Okay. And like, this is the end.
2: We knew, yeah. yeah. It was, was like, like, no. Okay, respect. Yeah. Like for yeah. sure, mm-hmm. thank
1: you so much. You t- took us through the summer, That's which awesome. is important, right? And she, and Dan had learned the ropes from her. All's, like, well, well. Good. All's well that ends well. All's well that ends well. Yeah. Cool. And it culminated in her birthday show, which is kind good. of amazing, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. Um. And then. Jabez kept telling me, because I would always hype up Josie, because I played with her at church every now and then, Um, and every time I was playing at that church, I was like, jeez, like, this girl doesn't mess up, like, ever. (laughs) No crack notes. I just remember, like, I remember worship pastors before her, like, it just didn't sound good. And I, heard, I was like, dang, like this is crazy. Yeah. And I remember I would always tell Jabez like that girl up at life church. She's like, she's the one, but I don't know how we can make her the one. Right. <laughs> like she's the one. There's nope. the disconnect. between. Like, this I have talented. no idea how we could do that though.
1: Yeah. And I, I think she would show me videos and then I would follow Josie eventually. And like in this tri- time of transition, I was like, I'm going to slowly like put feelers out as well for on my end. Like they're friends already, they, she doesn't know me at all. But she knows me through Tina. Like, oh, you're in the band together. And I would say things like, and I said this in the last podcast, I'd be like, dude, what? You just killed that song. Why is everybody just sitting down? You know, I would say things like that. Like, because the video would show, like, church people just watching her belt these high-ass notes and, like, sing Dream On. Dream yeah. On! Like, yeah. perfectly. And everybody was just, like, doing this. Like, they're not even clapping for you. Yeah. <laughs> just put it on their ear. Like, they're not even clapping for you. And then, it's like, if... She just experienced singing that same high note at Marvel with us. People are going to go crazy, Mm -hmm. one, and she's going to be hooked. Mm -hmm. Two, like, that was just as simple as that. She's going to break hearts and repair
0: them all in one night. (laughs) We
2: just believe that, yeah. I have the next very detailed show memory. So our last show with Amanda, it was, like, officially the last one that she was going to do with us was, like, I think it was a Marvel show, like, about a year ago, so in August. Yeah. And uh, she was on that. Killed that show, too. And then Jabez was like, let's see if we could get Josie to just come up for a song or two. So I, like, nervously called Josie because we weren't, like, tight. Like, we kind of knew each other because I would go play at her church for her, but, like, that was it. Yeah. And I called her, and I was like, so I, like, have this band, and we're kind of <laughs> popular for, like, bringing people on stage and singing with us. Like, would you want to? Like, it's totally cool if not, but, like please do it
1: <laughs> right right and yeah and she said yes she said yep and we chose the songs
2: yeah i think i sent her like our song list or yeah. i suggested a few that what she
0: sing for
1: you guys uh sweet
2: child sweet of child. mine
1: and love on top the who's one... that boy beyonce okay there's be a cool. moment there that it changes keys five times oh wow
3: baby it's you I
1: know it's already high as hell and then you change keys even higher and then you change <laughs> it's like a f- vocal flex for beyonce And those were hard. Both songs were hard, you know. And we're like, let's let's give her the difficulty level. Like, you know, can she handle this really hard? Yeah. And we knew she could totally do it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think afterwards we we met her for coffee because we wanted her in the band, and we kind of asked her, and she was down. It was kind of under some, like, restrictions back then, but she still said yes. Yeah. Like, it was like, I don't want to be playing late on Saturdays. Because
1: I got church in the morning. I
2: don't want to cuss on stage. <laughs> like, there yeah. was just a few little things that she said, but she was like, but yeah, I'm down. <laughs> but yeah, like,
1: she's down. Yeah, she was, like, yeah. excited. Like, you could yeah. tell she was excited about it. It That's was cool. There's still this awkwardness, right? Like, we don't know each other very yeah, well. Yeah, it right. was still, like, like... You're still, like, hey, feeling each other out. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. sing
3: for us.
0: You know,
1: what 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 was awesome for me about it was like she hasn't hadn't been taken by anybody else in the scene yet.
2: (laughs) No, that was the that was the key thing. She
1: will be if she sings with us, she's our person. Yeah, like the mango cakes. Where did they pull this person out of? You know, you know, like that's what it was like. Exciting for me is like people don't even know that she's we got a monster in our pocket. Yeah, and. And somehow we it, it happened, and um, and she says like she'll say this like the, that show at Marble was like she's like whoa this is great a great feeling you know i was like I want to do this that's awesome um, and funny enough like the first gig that we had to do with her was uh, Night of the Living Cover Bands on a Saturday night at twelve o'clock <laughs> one of her rules <laughs> it's like Josie I know you said no Saturday nights but it's only 30 minutes and you can go home after. You don't have to set up or you don't have to do You just show up and play for 30 minutes and go home. She's like, sure, I don't care. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, <guys>. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Got him. Em. You got him. And then, and then we sing Smoking Out the Window and we're like, hey, it says bitch.
2: I remember texting J-Bez. I was like, bro, this song has a bad word. Should we ask her? <laughs> <laughs> at practice,
1: at practice, we both walk up. I was like, hey, Josie. Um, yeah,
2: we literally walk up. You don't up. have
1: to say bitch.
2: we <laughs> like, we know it's one of your rules. Do you want to change it? Like, yeah. She's like, no, I don't care. I don't We're care. Like, All
1: right. <laughs> Great. She's a mango cake. We baked her immediately. Oh, beautiful. In- instant bake. Like, immediately mango cake. And again, she was she was still shy. Like, your dad said this comment, like, First show with Josie. You know how Josie dresses at our mm-hmm. shows? Like, ama- Like you're looking. You know, she's spectacular. Yeah. First show, she's in overalls and like... and like.
2: Yeah, my dad was like, dang, Josie with her boots and stuff these days. Like, a year ago, I remember her rolling up with her overalls and her <laughs> glasses. And like, I was like, Dad, that's such a sweet memory. Like, yeah, that's fun.
0: Yeah, because she... I mean, she's all She's fierce you, now. Yeah, yeah all you guys, is, yeah. but she definitely plays up the performer Yo, part of she's it. She's fierce now, right? Yeah and she has um, it
2: down.
1: and we we at first wasn't like that so it was like it built up to that moment you know that's awesome um and i think we all then when we had josie and dan who were so bought in the rest of the band was like whoa we're legit even more legit than we ever were before and yep. everybody had like we were worried about hugo at one point we we're like man does this guy still want to play with us and after the, a couple gigs, we are like, oh, yeah, this guy's back. You know, we got yes. him back, you know. And so, yeah. So, yeah, man, it was a, it's a great. It's been a great. Since then, like, that's been the story of, like, let's make a show happen. It's a show. It's all, you know, directed. One piece, yeah. Yeah. It's not a three-hour casino gig where we're just playing and stopping and playing and stopping. It's, like, yeah. cohesive, thought out, planned. You're moving a certain way. You're stepping back. You're, like, we're, like, doctoring all that stuff at my house, like, yeah. talking about these moves, you know.
0: How and long like, is a typical practice for you guys?
1: Two and a half hours. Yeah.
0: Nice. How many times a week?
1: Once or twice. Nice. Once or twice.
0: And how much is expected of solo practice?
2: Oh, that's... You have, to, That's like...
1: It's intrinsic, I think. Right. Yeah. I think...
0: Like, I'm not expecting you guys yeah, to like doctor hours and right. shit like that, but it's no, like no,
2: you have to come. You have to know your. You like, need you, you need have to, s- to know the set list before practice. Like, like yes, there's or, like obviously there's. Or it's gonna a, be painful. Right, like, like, like,
0: like obviously there's the shows and that's like your ultimate yeah, yeah, test day. Yeah. That's your final exam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fucking the lesson, the, the, the yeah, I was gonna say the practices are like your quizzes. Yeah. yeah Especially
2: me, like cover songs that like the track is already laid out. It's like you have to show up like knowing it. Or I, else and and there's like
1: fluctuating times where it's yeah. like we're really slacking yeah and definitely some days they're like hell yeah that was tight you know yeah so, and it's mostly hell yeah days then like okay i get it it's the first day we're running through this song it's gonna be rough it sucks yeah let's run it through it a couple times play one show with it and then usually after that one show we're like cool it's tight it's yeah. gonna get tight so
0: y'all are testing out songs at shows no
1: way not testing out but like Let's go for it. Oh, like a first run type thing. Like, I yeah. say, like this a song. I right? could
0: not tell y'all a like, testing song. No, like, the, the like, PYT sometimes, song was a test.
1: Like,
2: yeah, sometimes we'll play songs at shows and then we're like, nah. Flat.
0: PYT was dope.
2: Alone. I have dug that no, yeah, shit. That
0: I, <laughs> I dug the. <laughs> I, I, who the fuck was I telling that to? I think, I was, st- I, think I was telling it to Leroy. I on
2: Leroy's. Yeah,
0: too. where I was like, you guys like these guys? Fucking did Michael Jackson? Like you don't touch Michael, bro? Like what the? F- that's uh, awesome! You did it quite. Love, you did love it quite well.
1: Thank you. Did it we extremely well. Like it was terrible. Really? Yeah. We felt like it was
2: just the oh, beginning.
1: Man. Like the intro was like.
2: At least for me, the just yeah the intro
1: the, intro, the start of that song and this is details that most common folks won't know. But I wanted me, to talk about it. Me, yeah, I yeah. Am let the, me talk to I you am about the it. common folk. Yeah, I listened. Yeah. We recorded that whole set actually. Um, somebody was you saw the video person and the audio people Mm -hmm. were there yeah i listened to it again and like what happened was like nobody knew when to come in so we were hanging on the intro for like almost two minutes and nobody was like you're gonna you're supposed to play that no like apparently our keys player told the trumpet player who was supposed to do that lick that he got it Mm. but he didn't tell me (laughs) <laughs> he was gonna do that, and so I was telling the trumpet, "Play the lick." Why are you not playing the lick? It's so like he said that he's gonna play it. And I was like, "Don't do that to me in the middle of the show, man." We had to practice. We practice it this way, you know. So I was like looking. Or you'll see a video eventually, and you'll see me like looking behind me. <laughs> Who's gonna play this song? They got the death stare because I give death stares. Yeah. On on stage sometimes, and yeah. um, uh. It took a while for them to figure out who's going to play the lick. And finally, somebody played the lick, and like, cool, let's go.
2: (laughs) I think I was already grooving by then, because I was,
1: like, waiting that long. You were, like, playing the groove, and like... I
2: was like, well, I guess that's not happening. Yeah. Like...
1: And... Yeah, and so you were playing the groove and we're still in the intro. Like, you were playing the verse and we're still in the intro. Like, oh, it was really awkward. But when we got going, we got going, for sure. And that's what it, you yeah. probably experienced, yes.
0: I thought the whole shit was cool, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry,
1: yeah, we get nerdy about these details. Well, that's, you like, have to be. That. To that's be right. as
0: great as you are, you have to be. That's, that's why. You, it's intrinsic to growth. That's, that's why. Yeah. yeah. What is, like... I hate to ask fucking basic questions, but, like, what is, like, the hardest cover you've done so far? Jeez. Do you have a hardest cover?
1: Billionaire is a hard cover. That's recent. Bruno Mars. I don't listen to a whole lot of Bruno Mars. I don't
2: yeah. want to be a billionaire.
1: Oh, yeah. that song. Okay, yeah. There's so many sections there.
2: Yeah, it's um, really long.
1: There's some Latin songs that we've played that were like tricky to nail. Like, I knew Despacito was hard.
2: Yeah, that, that was hard because of the feel uh the the runaway baby song we do is kind of like it's also hard it's also a hard one
1: yeah yeah runaway baby also by runo mars (laughs) because we 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 cover live versions of songs yeah Yeah, the door open by silk sonic has been the the one song we the one song is just like it just does not feel right when we play it
0: because you guys fucking you slaughter your shows but your covers (laughs) are nuts Right. Absolutely fucking nuts
1: we, we watch
2: live videos
1: We watch the live versions And play that version nice. Instead of the, the audio recording where Or make our the, own
0: Where did that decision come from?
1: I think that is over time
2: Yeah, well I just remember during the pandemic Me and you would watch a lot of like Live Bruno Yeah So like that's how the Locked Out of Heaven cover came Yeah That's how the live Treasure cover Treasure. came Treasure mm-hmm. I found the live Beyonce cover Yep Um.
1: Of of Crazy in Love Yeah And we watched Sonic live
2: yeah, we did do that. Nice. We
1: watched the Anderson, Pack and Bruno Mars. Yeah. Their show was like...
0: You saw them live in person? In yeah. Vegas. That's in Vegas, sick. man. And
1: man, like, just the production level of, like, tightness, lights hitting at the right time, and they're dancing as the light hits them, like, and just, like, the sound and the band and, like, all of those things. That was just so inspiring to see. Like, we've heard these songs a lot of times, and listening to the album but then when you play it live they don't play those songs like the record right right. they're arranging new things over they're transitioning into songs into covers that like whoa I didn't even think of that cover making sense with your song so that was the inspiration that's That's why we do it this way I think and I mean we're babies in that regard you know like we're still learning a lot lot. that's fucking cool before we get out of
0: here I have to ask where is the new song on Spotify folks (laughs) Where is the new studio? I want more Mayo case to listen to I on know, the go.
1: Um, yeah, talk about higher, Tina. Do the promo.
2: All right, so we have this song called Higher. <laughs> it's about our love for the audience and our fans. <laughs> this happened last time. And-
1: <laughs> I know. I, I listened to the podcast yesterday. And- like, definitely end of May. We're gonna release it. <laughs>
2: We do have an official release date, which we is finally, actually a month from right now.
1: So September
2: twenty fourth. We will be throwing a show at Launchpad. Oh shit! So it's actually yeah. So if
1: we're releasing a we're, single.
2: We've actually been announcing the actual date.
1: Yeah. Okay. September twenty fourth. Who else is
0: on the bill? Do you know yet? For uh, um, I think we
2: might have just have one band We have Saint at the
1: Levi. Moment. Uh, they're up and coming back. I've been hearing about them. Yeah. Actually,
0: dope. they played a slum show, I yes. think. But I showed up after they got off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Those guys are
1: next. I yeah. feel that. Like I okay. feel like they have a lot of potential.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, the have are on your fucking bill, so I'd hope so. And then, I'm biased. <laughs>
1: I'm, I play bass. I'm playing bass for them right now. But, oh, okay. But,
2: yeah. We have some ideas for another second yeah we
1: wanted to slums obviously but they're doing they're
2: doing bands of enchantment that night.
0: whoever decided to put you two on the fucking bill together (laughs) give them a race as sisters, seriously oh my god that last sister show it's happening
2: again this saturday this
0: saturday yep marble is gonna be like that yeah fucking that sister show was nuts and Yeah, all of it was great. Your set was great. Their set was great. But then when they played Paramore and Josie was singing, then you guys burst out at the last cut. No, fucking (laughs) hell. That was fun. I just... Now, granted, obviously, obviously, I'm a very biased individual, and I've become friends with you guys. Like, obviously, I'm biased when that shit happens. But fuck, it's so cool seeing you guys do your thing. It is so... (laughs) The last song. (laughs) Yes, it's so fucking cool, Like, we just jumped and great <laughs>
1: beautiful that's fun so fun absolutely beautiful
0: um yeah. okay so we've got because this is gonna drop saturday morning okay. so we have tonight uh yes. there is marble fest slums on at 6 30 you guys 8 30 yes is that right okay yeah. so
1: marble fest august twenty sixth. yeah yeah at, tonight yeah music starts at 2 but we start at 8 30 Oh, so it's like it's a day long. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's day long. It's a oh, it's a shit. festival. Yeah, yeah. Fine parking. It's there's a cover ten dollar cover. Um, but yeah, it's it's gonna be a fun one.
2: DJs contests, food new beer, yodel contest yodel. Yeah. I think that's either while we're setting up. It's or like Oktoberfest, right? But like Marvel
1: Oh, fest, okay. You, know you went to Germany, you know. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, for a week. <laughs> oh, <fair>. <laughs> <laughs> during the winter. Fair um, enough.
0: <laughs> all right. So okay. Tonight, we've got Marble Fest, and then in September, we've got Launchpad. 24. Anything else coming up?
1: Um, we are doing a little more intimate show September 9th at a smaller place, uh, 505 Spirits. We're going to do a three-hour set, which is really different from what we've been doing. And we haven't Dude, done that in a minute.
2: Someone came up to me at the gym today and was like, oh, you're the drummer. I'm going to go watch you guys on my birthday at 505 Spirits, September 9th. Whoa. Have we even announced that i don't know
1: i don't Any... think so that was i don't think so oh, I, maybe it's been on the like a post where maybe we're like upcoming shows but september nine like it's a three hour set fet uh three hour set like an hour of covers an hour of us potentially playing for different people who want to come up and sing there um we'll play behind you if you want to Sing a song or two. We'll play for that you. That could
0: go real good or real bad. Real. Yeah. That's quick. the fun for it.
1: You know, I think that's the fun part. <laughs> we'll have some people in the pocket that we like. Come yeah, up here. We know right. it's gonna be a good time. And then the third hour. So Leroy's gonna be there for okay. sure. <laughs> yeah. If he's available, he's gonna be there. Um, third hour is just original music. Nice. So all right, that's gonna be the next thing.
0: Hell yeah. yeah! Well, that was fucking three hours, folks.
2: Yeah, we made it. We
0: Hell
1: were like yeah. wondering if we were gonna make three. I was like, "Do you have a lot enough to talk about?"
2: Yes, definitely.
0: I've yeah. completely let go of like time goals. Time. I yeah. used to, cause yeah. obviously I fucking love watching or listening to and watching Joe Rogan. Yeah, you know, but like I've had killer pods that went for an hour. Yeah, you know, Defense. and I've had some fucking episodes yeah. that went okay. for two, two and a half. Yeah. so you know it is what it is but this fucking flew by that was the, i got really like i got a text and i saw that it was barely 10 i was like how the fuck <laughs> is it 10 o'clock at night right <laughs> oh, now dude, I know. holy shit i know all right well this thanks, has man. been a fucking no thank you guys yeah this has been a fucking us. blast yeah, thank you. yeah. And like I said, this drops on Saturday morning. Okay, cool. So, yeah, thank you guys. That's
1: when I won't watch it because I hate hearing myself talk. (laughs) That is me.
0: That is me fucking reviewing this shit and pulling clips. I'm like, okay, guest. Awesome. And then guest again. Yeah, it's horrible.
2: Uh,
0: Yeah, thank you guys again. That was a journey,
1: man. You guys about a lot of
0: things. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah,
2: there was a lot of...
0: A lot of topics. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening and watching, and we'll see you next time. Bye everybody. Thanks, though. Thank you guys. Be- Holy shit.